What's going on, everybody? Frankie and Chinook again with another episode of No Father, No Problem. How you doing, dude? Doing good, Frankie. Doing good, man. Uh, yourself? Uh, in pain, man. I've been hitting the gym hard, but you know, like, feels like I love pain, man. So it's a good pain, you know, like, just soreness like a mother, man. Why? Huh? Not why you like the pain. Why do you like hitting the gym hard like that? Uh, because uh, whether stress, anxiety, those days when you don't feel comfortable, mm-hmm. I hit the gym. And it clears up my whole schedules, like, in my head, you know? Okay. Then I was like, dude, everything's cake, you know? Like, I don't know if it's a... Whatever it is about the gym, man, it just... It just is my... my, It's my... my I don't know. I, even though I, I, it's in pain a lot of times, mm. it's my, my go-to stress reliever or relaxer, you know? Okay. I feel good even though, like, my muscles will hurt like a mother, you know? All right, all right. Sounds good. Hey, Frankie, today we, we have a guest. We have uh, Richard Barba. Yes. He's a comedian. Uh, my wife and I seen him um, in L.A. and uh, really enjoyed his stuff. We wanted to have him on. He's uh, he's from East L.A. Cool. And he's going to be later on in the next segment. Yes. You and I, we're going to do a quick uh, 30 minutes, and we're here to do some uh, uh, updates. We've got, we got updates to do. Updates. We've had, uh, we had different guests on. We haven't really talked about... Um, uh, where, where, where your next uh, stand up what, you, what you've been doing you, uh, your Spanish comedy or any of that yes yeah so uh, you know what man I'm like I just been writing bro and like right now I'm uh, I got a, on Sunday I'm gonna open up for Alfa Robles at Levity Live in Oxnard mm-hmm. so I got a, you know I have my, my three basic hard, hard sets already right yeah. got them down five to seven minutes and I, I'm writing, I'm working on my next set. I'm still working on translating to Spanish, which I feel ridiculous saying because I can speak Spanish, but translating English to Spanish, like a whole set is pretty insane. You know, like I, I, I never knew how much of a dumbass I am in Spanish, you know, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a pocho, bro. It sucks. Hey, man, uh, uh, Valentine's, know how they go? Did everything go to according to plan for you? Remember we had like little plans in each, you know? Yes, yes. And it went, it, it went even better. Well, I don't know. It, it, it went really good. I'll, I'll tell you why. And, you know, we we speak and we, you know we, we 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 talk about uh, our lives with our wives and whatnot. You know, this yeah. is not a the man show. We're just talking about yeah. fucking hammers and shit like that. So uh, the wife and I, we um, that Friday, Valentine's Day. Uh, that's the day I was gonna release the episode with uh, Walter Reyes. Yes, and I had to. Um, I had to do some editing. I don't know if I told you what happened, but yes. we were recording, and Walter was in. A, he wanted to go live, so he leaned the, the his phone up against the microphone. Going live like on Instagram or something. Went live on Instagram, and um, those things transmit. They transmit, and the microphone picked it up, and you could hear up like a like a buzzy, like a pulsing sound. Yes, from everything minute twenty five all the way to like almost a second hour. Yeah, crazy. And I was listening to it, just checking it out. You know, I I, I, I like I said, I listen to it, and whenever a subject comes up, I'll go and I'll look for a picture that relates, and I'll post it, and um, I I could hear the buzzing, the pulsing, like oh man, that God. I was like. <laughs> Oh, all that time, you know, you start, don't you think like, like oh yeah. my God, that's a lot of time investing, you know? Yeah, so I, I, I couldn't figure it out. I go, where'd this come from? I, I changed the mics, I changed everything, I mean, uh, headphones, everything else. I was still picking it up. So I, I remember that he leaned his phone on there and I went to his video. Yes. And I could see what we were saying when he leaned this, he started going live. And it, 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 it right, it syncs up with the pulse that came yes. out. 
So I, like I said, I have not been spending a lot of time. The program that I use, Audacity, has a uh, like a noise canceling, um, uh, like background noise removal, yes. and I had to go do get that, figure out how to use it, get the sample of the noise. There was like a a time when we were like quiet for about five six seconds. Yes, and so that's a sample would be dead dead air, but it still has that pulse that signature. Had to get that sample. Introduce it to it, and it says throughout the whole freaking podcast, remove this this signature. This noise. So I removed it, and how did it sound? Did you hear the pulse? I'm not listening to it, man. <laughs> You're fucking <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, to you, me, you know. <laughs> hey, you know what? I hear a lot of people that, that, that do podcasts don't listen to their own podcast. Well, it's not that. It's just that um, uh, uh, you know what? Like I hate, I don't like listening to myself, man. Oh. And it's like um. Uh, to me, listen to it. I mean, every podcast we do, I listen to it once or twice by the time we get down to the next one. Mm-hmm. But it's Wednesday, so we're, we're two days ahead. Mm. And uh, but yeah, so um, uh, to me, it's like looking at my trophy, like whatever, man. But but I, I do listen to them before we the next one. We just doing one midweek, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I I, I get it. I listen to them for quality, and of course, I I, I get the pictures out and, and whatnot. So yes. That's why I caught that. So, I think it sounds pretty good. Okay. So, the whole point of that was, I'm here on Friday. I Valentine's. Get, I, I get up early in the morning. I go, I got to figure that out before I release it. My wife and I are like, let's go to Rosarito. Let's take off. And I go, fuck it. I got to release this because we're going to be back till Sunday night. Yes. You know? So, I'm there to figure it out. By the time I did that, my wife's laying in bed, you know, Sunday morning. I mean, actually, uh, Friday morning, you know, 10-ish. She just got back from work, and uh, she goes, let's let's not go all the way over there. Let's, let's just go have steaks at Northwoods Inn like yeah. we normally do. So we went down to Northwoods Inn. We uh, we didn't even make it to the table. The The bar menu at Northwoods yes. Inn is amazing, dude. They have the, uh, this bar menu, and uh, by the way, I was having um, Coronas and uh, uh, martinis, and my wife was drinking, like, but like, she likes light beers, you know? She was drinking that. And uh, we got a little buzz. We Ubered over there. We got a little buzz. And um, then she goes, let's just eat here at the bar. I yeah. go, all right. We ate the bar, dude. That's cool, good, man. Good, good food, man. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. And then from there, we went to a, um, another bar, hung out there. And it was good because we, uh, like she says, we, we connected. We talked a lot, you know. Yeah. And, and it was good. It, it, it was a good time. And uh, on business schedules, that's the little things you miss, you know. Yeah. yeah. you just crisscrossing and... And every time you talk, you you talk schedules and this gotta get done, this and that. You're not really talking; you're talking, but you're not like personal talking. So that's cool, man. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so it it, it was good. Um, uh, yeah. How about that's you? Cool. What you what you do? Dude, Did my, you make my, it? No, man, I didn't get to go see if the my favorite uh, waitress lady is still working at the at the fifties joint because uh you know my I got my my son and my daughter, my ten and my eight year old, playing baseball and uh, and softball. And uh, the coach from the, the boys, he's like, hey, I was able to maneuver a scrimmage game on, on Friday. And the parents are like, dude, it's Valentine's. He goes, that's the only day I could get, you know. So, like, we took it, you know. So, therefore, uh, I told, you know, instead of having um, dinner at that 50s place, yeah, I had lunch with my wife at one of those uh, Mexican restaurants near her work, you know. Real quick, what's a scrimmage game? Uh, a game that does not count against your record or overall record. Then why would you, why would you schedule one... On that day, bro, I have no idea. Like all the parents are like, dude, it's Valentine's, and he said that he was bugging the other coach for a while, and that's the only date the coach gave him, so he took it. You know what? I think those two coaches are dating. 
But hey, no, right? Hey, dude, hey, that, that's that's the dumbest hey, fucking thing damn. ever, dude. Hey, you know what? <laughs> you always see an angle and shit like that, which I'm, uh, it always uh, amazes me, man. I'm, I always see fucking butterflies and rainbows, and you always cut through shit like, wait a minute. <laughs> Hold that guy's some side passes right there. <laughs> some side piece, you know? Well, look at, look at. This is what you told me. He's been trying to get at this coach for a while, and that's the only day he can do it. So he set it up like a fuck. He's been trying to get him for a while. Let's see, got him on Valentine's Day, you know? That just fucking sounds gay to me, the way that sounds. Well, yeah. You change like one or two words on that, and, and you remove the word baseball, and they leave scrimmage in there, because then <laughs> that just means they're fucking sport fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah, or, or, or courting, you know? <laughs> yeah. Gentleman color. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so anyways. That doesn't make any uh, sense. Yeah. And then why would you agree to that if it doesn't even count? It doesn't matter, man. Like, well, for me, it's sports, you know? Yeah. It's sports for me is everything. Like, like, uh, besides kids, I think I would give up everything for sports, you know? <laughs> and then, um, uh, so anyways, uh, you know, uh, so we have Valentine's lunch, you know, the, the, the flowers and all the mess. Mm-hmm. And like a filthy animal. And then uh, for Valentine's night, we had a scrimmage game, you know? <laughs> Which is pretty cool, you know. My son pitched, did good, you know. Okay. And uh, so yeah, so that was my Valentine's man, and it was cool, man. It, you know, it was it was mellow, you know. Okay. I, I'm, that's the one thing. Uh, at least for me, like we always talk about you and I doing a bunch of crazy shit when we're young. Mm-hmm. So anytime my wife can agree to a mellow evening, it's cool for me, because we've done everything you could imagine doing. So anything crazy my wife can come up with, I'm like, like okay, you know, like. I guess, you know. Okay. And it's but it was mellow, it's awesome, man. Like it was cool, you know, chill, you know. What did you do the the flowers or the candy or which one? Oh flowers. Flower. You know, uh, uh my wife is into healthy eating, so Yeah. Any anytime I if I buy chocolates they get given away or tossed out, so I mean I I am done spending money on that stuff, you know. <laughs> you can tell me she ate the flowers. <laughs> hey, man, little, they little, ended up being a salad, you know. Little tell you dressing yeah. the camera. <laughs> If we run out of salad, man, they'll probably be next, you know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so it was neat, man. It was mellow, man. Okay. You know what? I uh, My wife wanted shoes, so um, she got shoes, and I got her some flowers. They had roses, but I didn't want to go with the roses because it's just like everybody's got them, and then yeah. they had these uh, tulips. Yes. And they were five tulips just kind of sticking straight up, and they were locally grown in the... In the Pacavala, they fucking have the picture of the people who grew them. You know oh, what I mean? Like, oh, fucking. Come on. Yeah, like, oh, man. Now I'm impressed. You know what? <laughs> they were all white. And I'm like, you didn't fucking grow them. You owned the farm. They were grown on. Show me who actually grew them, dude. You watch the shows where they remodel those homes, and there's the two white dudes and the girl where they're like, yeah, we just did it. Fuck, no. This, there's, they just show them swinging the hammer? Yeah. Ah. Yeah, ex- exactly. And then, then they get out of the way of... Jose comes in and kicks him ass. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah. He's going to go in there and, you know what, if they didn't edit the audio or clean up, it'd be all Bud Light and Spanish music yeah. in the background, you know? Hey, they leave like one inch to be cocked around the sinks and he goes in there, oh, my God, look at this. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking cocks it, you know? Bam, right? That's how you do it, guys, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, that was neat, man. That was that. All right. And uh, you know what? Uh, on um, on the weekend, I got to do one of those... um. Those bottle shares with the with the beer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, How was that? That was. It I was, seen you. I, wait, were you drinking? Yeah, I had a. I was sipping on a beer, like, uh, like on a half beer all day. You know what? Mm-hmm. I, we were there for like an hour because we got there late. Okay. Uh, again, um, uh, most of my schedules revolve around kids' sports right now, so you know, I took my kid to a baseball camp that morning. 
got home and like, oh shoot, we got time. Like, let's go see if we could get there, man. And uh, yeah. we got there. And it was neat, man. Uh, the beer thug life guy was there. The big tokes guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I forgot his whole name. <laughs> big tokes Cholo Street from the, from the West Coast, or you know the guy yeah. that does the Cholos try. Yeah. Uh, some Brewers guy. I mean, there was a lot of uh, brewers, but um, it was neat, man. It was really mellow. They had a DJ, that taquero. <coughs> oh, right. I, I passed out the stickers. Hey, but I had um, uh, the the I told I text you that uh, I had a, a a fan walk up and that was like the coolest shit ever, man. <laughs> I do walked up and like, hey, man, I saw you at the ice house. And he goes, I forgot to say what we're talking about. And he goes, hey, that was cool. He goes, and then I was at the show, and you took the stage. And I'm like, shit, that guy's a comic, you know? <laughs> and I was watching you other, bro. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. I don't know what to say, man. Like, yeah. oh. <laughs> but it was cool, man. Yeah, It, it was yeah. cool. It was to recognize you, you know? Oh, yeah. And I gave him a sticker. <laughs> I'm listening to the podcast, bro, you know? But I was, I was neat, and... Um, and then, uh, oh, and another thing, it was like, uh, the the one thing I like about that uh, bottle share, it was multi-generation, multi-race. It was awesome, man. Like, all ra- most races representative, you know. Beer, beer, who who doesn't yeah. like beer? You, you can't say that this race drinks less beer than this yes, race. Yes, so it I was think, cool. I think it goes all, you know, it's Hispanics, Caucasians, brother dudes. From 40 ounces to... To the fucking the champagne of beers, oh, you know? Oh, those little ones, those little fucking, whatever they are, those, remember those mini coronitas, you Coronitas. Know? So they, my, my they son got in, My son-in-law drinks that. So it's cool. <laughs> I'm not too proud of it, but So, so it's cool as hell, man, and I, I love that, man. I love the the meshing of races, you know? And that's why I always, always bug you about not dropping the N-word on this, on our podcast. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I, I packed a bunch of our stickers to the brother dudes. Hey, man, listen to my podcast. So when they <laughs> hear that last, the two episodes ago, he said something. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll run into them later, man. You know what, though? Um, I was listening to the episode, uh, uh, like, like uh, Mega Man, Pura Cultura, <laughs> Pura Cultura, and they were talking about that. Oh, yeah, yeah. They were talking about the N-word, and, and like I told you. I and go, then he dropped it. No, no, no. He said, he goes, he goes I give myself five. And he, <laughs> I, he almost made it to five. I think he was at four oh, when I last left. And he's but, like, oh, fuck, I got one left. <laughs> so, But he said, and, and I told you, this is the way I feel. He goes, he goes, I, I, it won't be me, and if it's not me, what the fuck? What's the point of doing yeah. it? You know, but you know, I've never said it with malice. You know, now, I, I know, I know. now, now, when, now, what I gotta do is when I post this podcast, I'm about to post a picture by my seventeen year old daughter with the black boyfriend now. <laughs> <laughs> to say, but I use, you, you, it's you okay get, for you to use the N word. You get a Disneyland shit, no? Yeah, yeah. Well, for me, uh, um, that that's uh, I understand where you and the pura cultura guys are coming from. Mm-hmm. Like you grow up because I grew up in uh, around sports in mm-hmm. the inner city, mm-hmm. so it's all races and we all talk the same. Yeah. We all talk cholo talk, we all talk brother talk, ghetto talk, you know. Yeah. And we drop the word like left and you know left and right with the GA, you know. Yeah. And but uh, not talking like that, it takes effort, you know. Not grabbing your crotch in public a hundred times a, an hour takes effort. Not wearing size eighty pants. Takes effort. Mm-hmm. Not wearing too much Raider crap takes effort, you know? So I'm just saying it's effort, you know? I know you want to be yourself, but evolution takes effort, you know? So You're not making the point you think you're saying. I like the way you said it. It was you, like you said it with conviction. and, yeah. and But you're not making the point you think you're saying. Not you, being you, want, takes you, effort. you want me to make effort to not be myself. Mm-hmm. I, 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 think, I don't think I'm that ghetto. 
It's just that when we're speaking on this podcast, yes. I'm going to be who I am. And this is yeah. who I am. And to be less ghetto than I already... Because you know, I, I don't think I'm, I'm, I'm ghetto, Frankie. No, you're not. You're not I, I, nowhere I, near. Okay, I, I'm not. And when I speak, if I express myself, and that's the word that's going to... Uh, um, that's a word that's gonna explain the situation. Yeah. Okay, okay. Let, let me set, let me set up a scenario, right? <laughs> set up a scenario. Oh okay? man, go for all it. All right, all right. Um, there's a shit. How, how do I say this without without using the egg word like nine times, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, if if I was to say Frankie run, there's uh ten brothers behind you, or you know Frankie Frankie, there's ten Mexicans behind you. Uh, I would have to use certain words to express the urgency of the situation, right? No, fuck no, no, no. You went way off the rails on that. No, no. So uh, you, you just say use it in a positive manner. Now. I'm not using it in a positive manner, but I'm trying to say sometimes you need to use those words to express yourself correctly, and sometimes there's situations where you need to say them so you understand the the, the urgency or in or, a, or in how, a life and death situation. Not a life. It in, doesn't in, matter in any situation. You, I, you wanted me to use it in a positive light. No, no, I'll use it just you know just, well, just in general. Hey, hey, and, so and, and, I, and then so, I'm just saying it takes effort, you know, man. I, and uh, I'm gonna hit you with the worst line that I got hit with all my life, mm-hmm. and I fucking hated it, but now I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. All my life. By everybody around me, even people I don't know, they're always like, you're way smarter than that, you're better than that, so mm-hmm. you shouldn't be doing that shit. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you that, you're, you're way smarter than that, way, you know, you're way grittier than that, more wit than anybody. So you, you can get rid of it if you wanted to, but the thing is, you gotta want to, you know. You're, you're right, I, I, I gotta, I, I, don't, I don't see any reason to, okay. when, it, when, when the right time comes up and... And and uh, you run for office. <laughs> <laughs> the right time goes up, and, the, and it's the right time to use the word and shit. You know, you know, you'd be like, "Hey, man, uh, I, I won the the, the ribbing contest today." I'll be like, "My n word, right? <laughs> Is that the right time to say it?" Uh, pretty much. Yeah, okay, right? then. I, w- I wanted to have it in my arsenal in uh, case you ever win a ribbing contest, right? All right, man. All right, I I I did that chick hard as hell, my bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> So I'll wait for the right time, but I, I'm, it's going to stay in my arsenal, Frankie. Oh, man. All right. All right. But, but yeah, you know what, man? My whole life, it's always like, you're the oldest, you know better. You're the smartest, you know better. You're better, you should know better. You know, like, I mean, for whatever reason, I always got that I, shit. I, if anything, I think you're wrong for telling me not to use it. I, I, I think I mean, that's, that's fucking, uh, you're censoring me for telling me not, not to use it. To saying that, that I'm smarter than using the word, I'm still, you know, I don't consider myself a dumb guy, but that using that word doesn't make me dumb. It just makes me uh, able to just, it makes me free to say whatever I feel to, like saying, you to, know? To venture into anything. To express myself any way mm-hmm. I, I want, you know? And then, then this podcast, imagine if you and I came on this podcast, like, yeah, man, we uh, we grew up in East Los Angeles, and, that, and then the rest of the podcast, we sound like fucking Carlton. You know, <laughs> that'd be talking, fucked up. Or, or, or ten, and in 10 years, we sound like Carlton, and people would be like, what the fuck? <laughs> These guys, who, who the fuck did they turn into? I'm not turning You know what? If anything, you're going closer to Carlton, I'll stop going. I'll start going in the direction so that we still have that yin and yang on the podcast, mm-hmm. all right? All right. So, you know, I just wanted to bring that up, man. All right, all right, cool. So, um, uh, can you start using that word more? No. <laughs> you know what, man? Is uh, there ever a time when you would use it? Uh, I've the, lost the, the GA. Well, you know, uh, I've not done it in a while since I was like in the, living in East LA and stuff. Mm-hmm. But the other word I've said it in sports, 
because you know when I when, the only times I, I fought the most in sports. <laughs> yeah. And um, and I lost friends over that shit, you know. Yeah. Uh. And be and all that for for trying to pick a fight, you know. Uh. When somebody's beating you. And you you can't no angle on them and you're just angry and angry and I go you know I'm gonna pick a fight you know and you oh, say yeah. it I played sports with you dude. And, and they take it the wrong way and they're like they just all right I'm out of here I quit you know and, uh, right. and and you try to pick a fight but they're like oh you should be saying that and they're no longer your friend you know yeah. so I lost friends over the other word but it, it wasn't uh it wasn't it was just trying to pick a fight you know oh, okay you know you look for the worst angle you could find just to get on somebody's you just, skin. yeah you don't, you want to hurt him you want to hurt him. And, yeah but you know there were, since they were friends they're like hey wait a minute it's too far you know and, yeah yeah and they don't, uh, they don't speak to me after that you know okay i i thought you were gonna say like like after the game in the locker room they're walking in i slapped their buddy like good job <laughs> good job my n-word good job you know with the with the towels <laughs> and uh, you know no most of that it was like in park sports, you know, not not organized sports, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like basketball, street football, soccer, even soccer. I'm telling like like it's all multiracial in the in the LA area, so it's cool, man. But like you know, I, I made an emphasis on you know to eliminate stuff, and it takes effort. I mumble a lot because of it, like cause I, I, all the wrong words that go through my head, like not today, fuckers, you know. <laughs> yeah. And uh, but hey, but that's how that's how I am, you know. It, it it's all effort, man. Yeah, yeah. I. Like, well, I, I I don't make that effort. Well, hold on, let let me uh, rephrase that. I don't make that effort anywhere other than work because at work, you know, that's you get fired for that. So at work, um, I think the closest thing I say is a la verga, and there's a there's a dude that you know he's um yeah um he puts from the rough right, <laughs> and he uh, so I, I'm trying not to say that word because I think it might offend him. Yeah. Or attractive, whichever one I don't want. <laughs> so, so I'm, I'm trying to watch what I say, but I, I don't say you know that that word that you know because it's it's my livelihood is what I do for a living, you know. Yeah. And I'm not there to express myself. I'm there to do a fucking job, you know, and, and be unhappy. When I come home and you know you know this and that and and just you know this is shit. If I can't say the N word in my garage, I work again. What, 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 we're not in America, damn it. Yeah, but. <laughs> Well, yeah, this is uh, this is your garage, but once you turn on the podcast, it's no longer your garage, you know. No, yeah, I, I I agree. You're right, but but to say it again, I've never said it with malice. I never said it with it. I've said it as a statement, like you want the you want yeah, the like, riveting like contest. Like, like my my like, N like word, you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, exactly. If someone <laughs> called me the N word, I'd be happy. That'd be a good thing, you know? Because you know, I think. I think when when people refer to that word, it's all fucking good. You know what I mean, man. That guy must be good at sex, or you know, gets picked <laughs> first when it comes to games. You know, yeah. sports. So, I, I you know, I, I want people to understand that I, I've never had any bad intention with it. Okay, cool. Cool. Yeah, man, I'm must fucking sweaty, dude. <laughs> it's a it's a fresh day, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, stay on. Um... Dude, uh, Rosarito and Senada, man, what's the update on that, man? Are, uh, you, are you still in or what? Uh, no, I'm still in. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fucking uh, win. But I, I started the watching what I eat. Fucking had a salad the other day, dude. Oh man, <laughs> fucking worst thing ever, man. No, I've had it, but this is. I mean, the yeah. time, the time when we have it, because at work, whenever we go have lunch, I mean, we eat fucking pretty good. So I had a salad that day, and I'm like, oh man, this this don't no mistake end of yet, you know. <laughs> So, um, but I've been eating almost a salad a day, man, and it's helping me out with uh, with uh with my uh 
my digestive system, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> or, or regularity for that matter. You know, that old man talk right there, you know? Yeah, yeah. viejos, you know? Yeah, so I, I'm starting to eat better. I'm starting to... I got to do baby stuff. I started to fucking start walking and, yes. you know... Um, so I, I'm going the right direction. I, I don't think it's going to be hard for me to do the race if I train. Say, you know... If I train a little bit. Yes. You know, the, 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 the muscles cool. will remember and be like, what's up? Let's go, you know? Yeah. But... You know, worst case, I started, can't finish it, you know, I started. Okay. Hey, uh, when are you going to release it? By Friday? Okay, so we're going to skip the... No, no, we're going to release it Friday so you can promote uh, Levity, if you want. Yeah, Levity Live on, on Sunday night, everybody. Get your tickets, come out. Take the drive over there, just don't drink, you know. And it should be a good show, man. Uh, we always got a little party atmosphere with Alfred Robles and the and, and his crew, you know, his circle of comics. They're, they're really bring, they always bring it, man. Yeah, and you know what? I hear our uh, guest coming up because uh, he, I believe he rides a motorcycle. He works at the party shop. I hear a motorcycle and I hear a menudo playing. Subete mi moto. So I believe that's our guest. He's uh, showing up. Um, oh, or maybe it's that. I think he's lost. Because that guy's going in circles. Yeah, yeah. The second time he goes around. Yeah, let me... Uh, the, this cul-de-sac goes in a circle, right? So Yeah, it does. So, all right. Hey, we'll pause it and let's see if it's him. If not, we'll come back to, you know, get okay. on again. Be right back. All right, you guys. Uh, we are back. And um, Super Bowl, Frankie, I believe I lost the bet. Oh, you don't have to pay me, man. Yes, I do. All I got to say is, like, Hey, I don't know. I enjoy winning, but I don't like collecting stuff, you know? Oh, there you go. <laughs> or or 50, trophies. $50? Or trophies, man. But hey. There you go. Thanks for lunch, man. No problem. <laughs> it's a big lunch. I know. I was going to say that. I didn't eat the other panzone, eh? What's going on with sports? What's, what's going on with the, 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 the cheating with the fucking Astros? Did they already say, we did it? Did they say that? Yes, they did. Okay, because, uh, you know, I don't really follow it. And it was a <laughs> shitty apology, like... Like, oh, we felt sorry for what happened. All right, let's move on. You know, like, yeah. what the fuck? Because you, you, know, you know what? There's people that, that, you know, there's fans of the, was it uh, Astros, right? Yes. And if they don't admit to cheating, they'll be like, no, they didn't do it. They didn't do it. it like, like, a, like a wife can, you know, have all kinds of signs that her husband's fucking cheating, have uh, phone numbers and pictures. And, and uh, until the moment that he admits it, yes, that's when she actually believes it, you know? She, the whole time she's in doubt. Yes. But they've actually said, fucking that little Altube guy, he fucking said, we cheated, we did it. He didn't say, we cheated. We just say, we apologize for the events that took place. Oh, <laughs> which, man. Which is... They didn't get blowjobs. They fucking cheated. <laughs> What's wrong with these guys? Ex- exactly. And um, you know what? Like uh, like I said, I'm not a... Hold tool. on. How many, how many black guys in this team? Uh, I don't know, man, because... Uh, I want to use the N-word right now. I think it's a good time because they're cheating. <laughs> well, but I think you would accept they're, they're, they're me. They're you would allow me to use the N-word. They're like Dominicans and stuff, oh, you know? Oh, man, they're not. They're, they're so not. they're not even brothers, you know? Oh, they, God, they, 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 we need any word for those guys. Yeah, yeah. The Dominican, Cuban, you know? Uh, uh, Hispanics with froze, you know? <laughs> este, uh, you know what? Uh, like, for me, like, I don't care, right? Because, like, I know the Dodgers were the better team. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a trophy guy, you know, I don't care about parades for trophies. But the one thing that bothers me, had it been the other way around, the whole country would have been up in arms, bro. Because we're LA. Because of we're LA, we're California. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll give you an example of that. When uh, when when the player from USC, uh, Reggie Bush, mm-hmm. when his family got caught taking money from uh, from one of the, from uh, a guy that wanted to be his agent, right? I think I'm like 250. 300 grand. Our family got caught taking one in the side. The NCAA and everybody were up in arms like, oh, they're cheating because we're LA, we're California. 
So they, they, they made USC give up the championships, the mm-hmm. wins, Reggie Bush the trophy. And, you know, I mean, SC, again, they're, they're chill like California, like whatever, man, you know? Yeah. They did it. And uh, other teams that are around the country have been caught, like, having brothels in, in, in school, uh, giving cars to kids, luxury cars, money. And they're like, eh, whatever. They're like, we don't want to hurt that little town, you know? Football or basketball is everything in that little town. That would be messed up if we took their wins and all that. Mm-hmm. So everybody gets a slap in the hand. We're all, we're LA, we're California. Like, they, they threw the anvil at us, man. They fucking took it to us. And again, like, you know, like, for me, it's a loser mentality. Like, you could have it, you know? But, like, like I said, if it would be a reverse, forget about it, bro. Everybody would be up in arms, man. You know, we, we are California. We have the better weather. We got... The better looking women. I mean, Hands everything's down. everything's better over here. Hands down. We get up and we're like, we're gonna go fight for the trophy, or we're gonna lay the pipe again. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we're, we're you know we're too busy in the sun. Go golf, <laughs> go chill. You know, fuck, going golf is far a little too far, <laughs> now, right? Hey man, I'm telling you. But but I I, I, I work I, in Hollywood. I, 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 I get it. I, I get it. How they could they could they could look over here and be like that's fucking sucks. Because we, we've had uh, you know I, I I get up every morning and I watch the news. And I see what's happening in the fucking rest of the country. Yeah. And then this little fucking piece in the, the the southwest, and the fucking sun's still there, man. Like the funds, the fucking sun's <laughs> pushing back the clouds yeah, and the yeah. snow. And it's gonna be like it's gonna be a a brisk seventy two, brisk seventy two. <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck? I know, I know. And everybody, Get your sweaters and out, every, you know? everybody else is like sit yourself on fire before you go to work because oh, you're gonna yeah. fucking. Tornadoes, yeah. monsoons, you name it. Yeah, they're inventing and fucking uh, I, things over I, there. I like how I like how everybody thrashes us. Like, oh, your your labor laws suck, your tax system sucks. Uh, everything about California, everybody talks shit about. I mean, on the internet. Yeah. But the best of every state comes to California. You know. Oh yeah. Like to compete, uh, to make bigger money, to to be free from the. Bullshit from their other states, you know, mm-hmm. with this religious government and all that, you know. So no matter how much people talk trash about it, their best from their town leaves to come to California, you know, because they want to be better or do better, you know, or bigger stage, you know, if yeah. you will. So I, mean, I think that's the thing with California that you know everybody hates us and loves us when they when they're here, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. I I don't <coughs> remember when this was, but one year I was in the mountains playing on the snow, and one day. And then that night, we would have sat on Monica Beach and walked around the pier. And I'm like, where else can you fucking do that? And yes. then that was like a, like what, a, an hour and a half to the mountains, up to the snow. Yes. And then to the beach from here, maybe another hour. I mean, that was, you know, that's the, less than a tank of gas right there. And and when you do those days, at the end of the night, like, I can't believe I did all that shit today, you know? Yeah, yeah. You like, look at you're, you're, like, you're doing laundry, you're like, when did I wear these two things? You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah like they just don't miss. My snowsuit and my fucking tanga, you know? What the fuck? <laughs> Right, dude. I'm telling you, man. And uh, so that, that's my only uh, my only grievance with that. Had would it be reverse? Everybody would fucking have their their flames and their pitchforks and the or the the tablecloths out. <laughs> what, what do you mean tablecloth? Uh, the white tablecloth with the holes for the eyes and shit. You know, <laughs> I don't know the, the hate that? groups and shit. Whatever you know. Say it. What the uh, <laughs> right hey, now? If that... you're not if you're not smart enough to put it together. That you should be listening to. <laughs> somebody, somebody told me that that um, um, like describing something 
is almost as bad as saying it because if I describe something, I'm trying to put a word in your head, right? Yes. If I say the word, I'm putting a picture in your head. No, no, no. You know, you know, you know you're painting a picture which produces a word in my head, right? Yes. Or if I just say the word, I'm putting the word in there, right? Yes. So if you say tablecloths and this and that, you're saying the clan. You know, yes. if you're using the, the what the the G A or the G E uh, when you say uh, yes. the N word, you're saying the same thing. You're just you're just washing your hands of actually saying the word. So I I think I'm, um, I just thought about this right now. I think I'm more of a man for saying the whole word. Whatever, than bro. I, than I am Look, for cutting it off and washing my hands of it. Be like, pero yo no dije esa palabra. You know what? Yo in no the, dije esa palabra. In the in the echelon of man. You're Mayweather, bro. <laughs> and I'm Mike Tyson. See? See the difference? See the difference? Like, you, you could... You, uh, people that that relate to you, mm-hmm. there's more of them. But, you know, they're they're dancers or whatever, you know? Whatever you are, dances with the stars, you know? Right. Mayweather. Did he, did he Mike Tyson's a brute. No, he should because that's what he does, you know? Okay, go for it. I was ragging on him, like... Yeah. I'm always picking on... There's a lot of Mayweather fans, mm-hmm. but they... they they worship his business and his money mm-hmm. more than his boxing, mm-hmm. and so they 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 justify his running around as boxing as an art, but he's not really boxing. He's supposed to be a fighter, you know. He, to me, he's not. He's uh, um, um, I don't. I don't like Mayweather. I've said this, but I think Mayweather is one of the best boxers out there. I mean, and and, and his record shows it. Be, but he's not entertaining, and that's where you guys wanna. Uh, eliminate him from being a man and this and that. Yes, he 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 did his thing and won all these fights against trained. See, I'm not even going to use that word right now. Against trained boxers. <laughs> yeah, that, see, what, right what, there. What, what a good time. No, no, no. Fuck no. That would have been appropriate, man. <laughs> hey, you know what, Frank? I just fuck you. I'm fucking. I'm all. Let's stop with the mascara on Yeah, man. But but uh, he went and and he moved around. These guys are trained to hit people like that. Hit him and, and win. And he would pick and choose. You know, he never got him when they were in their prime. He waited for Pacquiao to become senator of the Philippines and, and these boxers to be on their way up or on their way down. He never got him right at their peak. If he would have got Pacquiao when he was at his peak, Pacquiao would have fucking knocked the fucking shit out of him. The wife beater. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you say that, Frankie? That's terrible. I don't know. That's a terrible word. That's, that's, one, that's one of the things I would Why write. would you say that? You see? Uh, uh, that's how I mess up on I go, I go, he had like... <laughs> He had like 50 wins by decision and three knockouts, but the three knockouts are chicks, you know? <laughs> Those are no contests. Yeah, no they contest. couldn't defend themselves. You don't tenían dientes. That two black guys could told them twice, you know? <laughs> so, so, um, so, like I said, uh, I feel like uh, being the Mayweather, uh, I feel like that's a compliment. So, but like I was saying is, is, I just say the word, you describe it in a way to wash your hands of saying it. Yeah, I guess, you know? All right. Uh, I use that a lot of acronyms, you know. I'm mm-hmm. I, I used to have being around the kids now, so everything is tap dancing like a motherfucker, man. Oh yeah, yeah. Like you know, <laughs> like well, my my wife and I see a bunch of uh, women dressed in a in a certain manner. I would be like, look at these fucking the beasts and the H's over there, you know. <laughs> and you know, and we just because we have the kids with us. Yeah. And we'd be like, yeah, the bitches and the hoes are out on the street right now already, you know. Mm-hmm. So you know, the chick with the clear heels and shit like that, you know, yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. you know. Friday night, you know, <laughs> and I get it. You got kids, you you, 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 you got you want to protect them from that, you know. You, you know, everybody everybody's different. You you have a different parenting style than most people. You you know, hey, whatever helps you sleep at night, you know, that's what you want to do. You sleep better at night because 
that's that's in your mind you're doing the path you know yep. or, or taking them through the path that you think is proper you know or, or closest to it exactly so if that makes you if you sleep better at night dude yeah then you know i'm all for it dude. Cool. thank you I'm all and for i could say a lot of that shit around work too <laughs> like uh, all, all my lines i say here i could say in the office i work and yeah. every last, but I can't accuse of shit because I'm talking about... You're probably the corniest truck driver ever, man. I <laughs> am, bro. I am. That's, but, that's a guy that doesn't say the N-word. <laughs> but, uh, and, and uh, because of my corny, goofy, uh, really dressed up jokes at work, mm-hmm. in the office, especially when we're in the office having meetings or whatever, I could separate the meatheads from the, the crazy people to the... To the people that that pick the the quick wit people, mm-hmm. or the people that read, I like a lot of times I read a book and I make jokes about that are in the book about mm-hmm. quotes, and uh, like say like uh, uh, office full of like uh, or a meeting like twenty five people, mm-hmm. five people laugh like there's no tomorrow, and everybody's like what are you talking about, bro? You know like so I mean just shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I, I remember once for Easter, we had a a, a a rabbit cake, a giant rabbit cake in the middle. We're having a meeting. And this giant dude, you know, he's like, oh, a bunny. And I'm like, no, Lenny, you can't tend the rabbit, bro, you know. <laughs> and, like, five people, dude, they were, like, crying, laughing. And they were like, what are you talking about, bro, you know. Like, it just shit like that, you know. Like, you yeah. Know? Some people grab it, some people don't. Some people, not enough people saw the movie, I guess. <laughs> or, 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 or read the book. Or read the book. Yeah. But, you know, I'll go with the movie first, I guess, you know. But shit like that, you know. Like, just throw, like, sided jokes, you know. Hey, you know what, dude? Uh. Um, last week when we had a uh, Walter on, yes, um, that guy had a lot of information. Damn, he did, man. Hey, you know what? He had a lot of information, and uh, when, when we were here listening, you know, we were you know listening to what he was saying, and I wasn't absorbing it because my job on here is wait for him to pause and then jump in. Take a job. <laughs> that, that's that, that, yeah, yeah. That's that's what that's what we do here, yeah. right? He came on. And so we tried throwing in as much humor as we could, joking around, yes. and you know. But uh, he had a, a point of view. He and, and, yes, and I, I don't fault him for it. It was good information. Yes, well spoken. Knew what the hell he was talking about. And he's not preaching because he lives what he what he preaches, right? Yes. So I when I said I listened to the podcast after, I really enjoyed his message. Dude, he's good, and uh, his spirituality or his his angle and stuff. And he and Martin, like, like well-read dudes, man. Like, yeah. they really brought it, man. Like, like uh, every time I listen to the podcast, I mean, the Martin one, I, I pick up something new. Like, oh, man, I missed this, you know? Mm. Like, like almost feel like I got to take notes, you know? Like, yeah. that's too so much info, you know? Because you know what? Uh, uh, when he was talking and I, I and, and this this is what, this is terrible. I'm, I'm, I'm a, not embarrassed of it, but little, I feel terrible about it. I told my wife, I go, hey, um. I want to get this book. And she goes, what is it? Um, I go, why? She goes, I might have it. I go, I don't think you have it. <laughs> what is it? He goes, it's the the four... Um, fuck, I even remember the name of the book. Yeah. The, uh, okay, so the four... I'll think about it right now. And she goes, here, I got it right here. I go, oh, no shit. She goes, I've been trying to get you to read this book forever, you know? <laughs> she she like blew on it because I was dusty. <laughs> she gave it to me. I go, all right, cool. I started reading it. And then at the office when... Um, when I, you know, can't sit and fucking read on my desk, you know, when I'm busy, um, on YouTube, I, the Four Agreements, mm-hmm. I go to the, the, the YouTube, and it's an audio book, and it's free, and I listen to it, and every t- and I just, I just let the shit fucking play in my head, play in my head, and it's, it, it, it's really 
affected me. Have you grabbed something from me yet? Like, fuck it. Like, uh, I haven't read it. Can you, you tell you, me something you, about it right now? Like, okay. like a well, point. Uh, um, like, I grab. Uh, like, sorry, okay. sorry go, to. Go for it, go for it, go for it. Like, for example, uh, one book I've been quoting a lot right now is uh, Seven Habits of Highly Efficient People. Because mm-hmm. it, it has a lot of little quotes or points and, uh, and, and throughout the book. And, like, one of them, I, I wanted to post it today, but i just been busy as hell. Is uh, one of the quotes that says, and I want people to listen. It says, uh, act or be acted upon. And for me, it, it's a really strong point because I'm a very passive person. And I'm always like, ah, I'll deal with that later, deal with that later. And a lot of times I let stuff go to where I couldn't deal with it. I couldn't fix something until it was all fucked up. So a lot of times to, to take care of a, of a problem, you have to deal with it right at the beginning, you know? Mm-hmm. Act or be acted upon, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it's work, relationship, fucking restaurant, whatever it is. But that's a good quote to fucking have in your fucking, in the back of your mind, you know? Because a lot of times, being passive, if people take niceness or passiveness for weakness. So mm-hmm. they're going to be more aggressive than they normally would. And by the time you have you act, you have to clean up a big-ass mess, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. So, so that's what I mean, like. I yeah, dropped a lot of no, little points. It, it has a lot of good stuff, and I, I can't quote one right now, but it's, it's, um, this is some of the things that's made me realize. Yes. This. Life is fucking short. Yes. Life is short. Life is short to be working for somebody else. Yes. Uh, and it, it's short to be taking people for granted. I see my wife in a whole new light, you yes. know, after, after, and, and I tell my wife, man, that's just like, like the first uh, two pages, I'm already fucking a different person. <laughs> Yeah, hey, yeah. I mean, that's, that's cool, man. And what I like, because you read it and you, you read through it, and then you got to read it again, read it yeah, again, yeah. And, and, and then you always catch different. And that's things. how books are, man. That's oh, how good yeah. books are. Oh yeah, you yeah. read it like, and you can read it again. Like what the fuck? You get more and more, and like man, yeah, it just keeps feeding you, man. So I, the I'm, four agreements. The four agreements. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm just gonna keep on listening to it and reading it whenever, whenever I have a chance here at home. But listening to it at work and just have it. Just, I, I tell my wife, I go, uh, when I go to bed, yes. I'll play on YouTube and I'll have it next to me. I used to use guided meditation, how we yes. go to sleep. Now I'm going to use that. So, you know, one way or another is going to fucking get in me. It's, it's going yeah, to yeah, yeah. stay in there and get locked in there, no? Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I'm really enjoying that. So, hey, Walter, uh, shout out to you, bro. And uh, um, you, you, you might have thought we weren't paying attention or people don't pay attention. Uh, it, it really, uh, I really enjoyed what he yes. said. And I'm going to keep on... Uh, Follow that path, you know. Yes. In, a, in a, a year from now, I, you know, I might, I might not be working for anybody. <laughs> you know, walking around barefoot, smoking weed. But I want. I'm earth. It's called the bum. But uh, without an address. Hey, and a, hey, on that note, though, uh, just by by what you just said, do you see any more? Because you always tell me, like, are you dying? Why are you trying to do so much shit right now? Mm-hmm. Do you see anything on on the angle where I always say, like, dude, like, there's so much stuff to do. Like I just can't wait, you know. Like I, I, I don't, I don't see it that way. I see there's so much, uh, there's so. I want to do less, and appreciate what I have, cause, uh, like my wife, she's very spiritual, and I'm like, hey, let's go out and do this. She goes, she goes, don't you want to just sit here in the bedroom and you know, the, look at the windows open, the birds are chirping out there. Let's have our coffee right here, and you, you want to get up and go have menudo and Compton and do this, <laughs> and, and then she goes, she goes, enjoy yourself. Be in the moment, and and the thing is that I'm always thinking about tomorrow, mm-hmm. and worried about yesterday, the fucking shit I did yesterday. I'm I'm rarely in the moment, and I gotta do that. 
So by living in the moment, I think I might be less uh, productive. Yeah. But it made me happier because if I'm in the moment, I'm not worried about what hasn't happened or yeah. worried about the stupid shit I did, you know? So I think that's what I need to do. I know what I need cool. to do because I think, I think this is going to be the year that I try to make myself happy. And I think a lot of a lot oh, of different make more of yourself. What's that? Make more of yourself or just no make myself happy. Okay. What do you mean more of myself? Like, uh, I told you like you're there's more to you than I just think you should do more. <laughs> 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 like when you say make yourself happy, to me it tells me you're gonna do more of what you do, and it seems like comforts are your more most important thing, and and I think you should do more to live. You know. Like, well. Okay, um, I, 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 I don't know if that's what it's going to be. Maybe you're the place who we're doing more. You've already gotten there. Me right now, I, I, I know that I got to change. Yes. I know that I got to make myself happy. Yes. I don't know if it's going to be doing more. Yes. I don't know if it's going to be uh, spending more time with my wife. Um, uh, uh, I, I, I'm not exactly sure what it is, you know, because doing more for you might be... What makes you happy? My happy place. For yeah. me, doing less for me might be what makes me happy because, like, like it's always been about work, and because that's all we've ever known is yes. work, work, work. The way we're and, trained, and, huh? and, and, and check this out, and 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 you never understand it until someone tells you that. Yes. And then you start to catch the, you start to catch it. So every time I call my mom, mamá, cómo está? Oh, muy bien, mamá. Y tú, mijo, cómo está tu trabajo? Ah, qué bueno que tienes, que tienes tu trabajo. And I'm like, ¿cómo que tengo mi trabajo? <laughs> she makes it sound like it's a kitty, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, que tienes tu trabajo. And I'm like... It's ingrained I, in here, you know? Like, yeah, so, and, and I go along with it. <laughs> and then, you know, she, she told me that today. I talked to her on the phone. Oh, qué bueno que tienes mucho trabajo, que tienes trabajo. And I'm like, I go, well, I don't know about that, Bob. I don't yeah. know about that, you know? Um, so, <laughs> I, you know, at work, I, I think I've said this in the past. I used to work a shitload of hours because I had that ingrained in me. I had to make sure that I was a uh, important piece of the company, so that I'm not expendable. Yes. Because I have family. Yes. So those, you know, all that there together, the family, everybody on my back, <clears throat> uh, trying, you know, working a lot so I could be a good piece of the, you know, uh, the company. All that, and then and now, asset, you know, yes, and now my kids, my kids are grown up. My kids. They haven't asked me for money in, in, in a while, man. That's fucking great. That's fucking awesome, <laughs> It man. is. You know, and uh, so now they're growing up and uh, things are changing, uh, starting to realize, fuck, it's not all about work. You got to fucking start doing something different. So, you know, what Walter said, you know, yeah. I'm going to start getting, you know, the timing was perfect. I'm going to start getting what Walter said and yeah. start practicing some of that That's and cool, uh, working on my health. We'll, yes. see, we'll see. We'll see where we're at, you know, uh, you know uh, six months from now. Every time. Know? <laughs> Every time, uh, every time my mind ventures into making myself happy, mm -hmm. I start thinking like, like should I should I chase this, or should I chase a small percentage of it to keep my lifestyle right now? Mm -hmm. Because I think to chase my ultimate happiness would probably mean me living in my car and doing a hundred things, you know. <laughs> like work to my car, probably go to the gym and shower, go golf. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean, like. Doing a hundred things in one day. Yeah. Oh, oh, Frankie, where do you think that comes from? Where doing a hundred things is what makes you happy? Because um, if, if you put that shit on paper and you're like, dude, you got to get some sleep. You you have to, there has to be a balance. 
and you're doing a hundred things is not a balance. It's just, it, it, it's, it's, you know, if you ask me, you didn't ask me much, I'll tell you. But if you ask me is, you're trying to keep yourself busy to to stay away from something, to, to not think about something. Because every time you sit there and think, maybe you don't like yourself when you're overthinking or realizing I'm not doing enough. What is it? Why do you got to stay busy? Why does that make you happy? To me, it seems like when I'm doing stuff, like, okay, say, uh, say you know, say I, I sleep, I wake up, I'm drinking my coffee, and I'm say I'm trying to write comedy, blank. I'm trying to plan on the podcast, blank. Mm-hmm. As I as I'm working, whether or gym or golfing, I'm writing notes down. I mean, it, it just to me it seems I function best when I'm busy. You know, like it's like uh, that's all I like, I know. Like it's, it seems like to me when I'm staying in one place, I'm I'm losing time. You know, like mm-hmm. for whatever reason, and my uh, my I can't get my mind to function. Like, let like move on. You know, just like um, I have my notes for today and uh. So some some jokes I, I'm writing them for my next set, mm-hmm. and I was on on my kitchen counter drinking my coffee, you know, and nothing. So I just went in the garage and started doing weights, and then blam, I wrote all my notes, a few jokes, mm-hmm. and like it's it's weird how it just gets me going, you know, like doing more stuff, you know. You know what? I think I'm the opposite because being late, not being prepared, is a, a terrible anxiety of mine. I hate to be late. Yes. I hate to not be set up. I I, I, I can't I can't deal with that. You know, so um, and um, I think that that um, I, it just doesn't work for me. So I think our guest is here. I thought he was being a Harley because he said he works at a Harley shop. So, so he's a uh, he's driving Toyotas, I guess. A hybrid. All right. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna pause this and then uh, we'll probably on our next uh, intro we're gonna do some. All right. Be right back, guys. What's up, everybody? Uh, we're back. Frankie yeah. Chinook again with a special guest. Yeah, we got uh, Richard Barba, like the beard? Barba? The, the Barba, like Comedian. the beard. What's up, guys? What's up? Glad to be in the house. Thanks for joining us. Hey, man, is Barba your last name? Or it's, is that your, your... It is my last name. Okay. <laughs> and un- unfortunately, I cut it. Normally, it's you know it's three times the length, but I do I still have a you know, short one. But and you see my videos, posters. Bro. Yeah, they're... It's there, you know, but, you know, I changed jobs recently. You know, we all have a real life. And, yes. You know, now I'm ju- living the dream job. I do comedy at night, and I work with Harley during the day. So. Yeah, I saw that. What do you, well, you know what? Anything you would do with Harley would be great. <laughs> yeah, so, I, I, I mean, I'm a fit specialist. Basically, when people are looking for their Harley, I, I kind of help fit them into the bike of their dream type deal. I'm not the sales, I'm not the sales manager, you know? Yeah. Yes. So that's their job to sell it. So right now... I basically get to talk to people about their bike and, you know, fit them into a bike of their choice, you know, whether it be a street glide, road glide, you know, I have a, I have a great time. I mean, then I get off and I go do jokes. I mean, come on, how how hard's life, you know? I I remember getting up at four in the morning to go to work, you know, now I get up, you know, I wake up at seven and I'm going to be at the office till nine. So it's, you know, that's nice, bro. it's different. It's different. You know, I drove a tow truck for over 20 years. So right. now, now doing comedy in this, it's a completely different lifestyle. It's, it's awesome. I'm that's enjoying cool. myself. All right. You know, we're going to, we're going to skip around on the question, right? Cause, uh, what did I ask you? Hey, how addicting is comedy? Uh, how it, it could be super addicting, uh, especially when you're, you know, you have a new set or you have some jokes that are really hi- hitting at that point in time. And, you know, especially if you're working out, you know, five or six nights a week, sometimes you're working out a lot, you know, yes. and 
last summer I think I was home maybe a couple weekends out of the out of the summer. I was gone up in the Central Valley and I'm going to Arizona, did Vegas and you know, every even here locally I was still out and about. So for me it was real addicting, you know. The money was great, the the travel was fun. I got to work with some great comics that are friends of mine as well as, you know, meet new people and my fan base seems to continue to grow, and that's awesome. That's the best part about it yes. is meeting new people, you know, and you have you guys have heard my comedy. It's all relationship-based, so I love it when people come up to me and, you know, straight out, hey, bro, were you in my house this morning? Because <laughs> we just fought about that shit. Like, I want to choke that bitch right now. Oh. So, you know... <laughs> For me, it's just awesome that people relate to my pain, basically. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. I was listening to it, the part where you're uh, you're having sex and trying to close the door and the kids are yeah. knocking on the door. And I'm like, fuck, that's exactly me. Yeah. Look at the hands, bro. The, the, exactly. the little fingers coming up. The little up. fingers. Mom, where are you at? Yeah, you, like, you got to focus, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. You don't want her to pop in. Stop hurting mommy. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. Nothing can fuck up a erection faster than a kid's face, right? Or in the window, trying to see what's going on. <laughs> yeah, so we got some new jokes I'm working on. That's, you know, it's a little tag on one of them. But, you know, for me, it was just, you know, everything I had been through with relationships, waking up, you know, to your girlfriend going through your cell phone or, you know what I mean, her having a nightmare hitting you because of a nightmare. You know, real oh, stuff, yeah. bro. Like, real stuff. It just seemed to hit with people and... You know, going down the road and stuff, I just seem to be able to change a little bit for white people, you know, as well as, you know, every culture is different. So yes. learning the differences and what, what works for them is, is that's that's the fun part. I mean, I can do the same joke in, in seven different ways, and that's the hard part about comedy. Learning what your target audience is going to laugh at. Some, mm -hmm. some tags and punchlines aren't meant for everybody, and... You know, learning yes. what, who they're meant for, how to cut a joke, joke short, and or or go along with it because the the crowd's just loving what you're talking about. So yes, I mean that's it's just all about learning. And I was actually really lucky to have you know Jeff Garcia, George Perez, Sebastian Santina. I mean, quite a bit of these you know these headliners you know that you have locally here that are just killing the the industry right now. Basically, helped me right at the start. You know. Yes. And that was that was where I got lucky. Is I got I got in right when they were willing to help out. And yes. They weren't too busy at that time, and it worked out for me. Now I get to be you know pretty much as busy as I want to be. I get to go out of town, have yes. fun, and you know that's the best part about it. I know you've been doing comedy for a quick minute now, and the best thing I could tell you is keep bombing. Keep bombing because every bomb is a learning experience, you know. Mm -hmm. You're not going to go up there every night and kill it when you first start. I remember Jeff Garcia having to come up on stage and put the mic up higher because nobody could hear me because I was <laughs> way down there, you know. Yeah. Oh, it was just learning what I had to yes. do. and So don't get discouraged, you know. When a joke doesn't work, don't destroy it. And no, I'm not going to do it no more. No, fix it. Change it. Figure out what it made you laugh at the beginning and, you know, go with it. And yes. That's the thing is never give up. The problem, the difference between winners and, and, and losers is winners decided giving up wasn't an option, you know. That's the thing. If you believe yes. in yourself and you believe you're funny, go for it. I know a lot of guys, probably including myself, who thought they were funny in the beginning and weren't. But over time, we're able to write some pretty amazing jokes and... Now we're considered working local comics, and yes. that's the best part about it. I mean, staying nimble, huh? Exactly. You know, it's that's like cool. it's like be, you know, it's like being a football player but taking ballerina classes. You know, <laughs> you gotta yes. be smart. You gotta be smart, dog. <laughs>
That's cool, man. Thank you. You, you know what? You you get um you get comics and you listen to the stories and you know who they are because that's who they are. Exactly. You know, you know if, if a comic created like committed a crime, you go to their fucking show and they just confess to it because they that's who they are. <laughs> that's why they won't let OJ do a show right now. Right. I'm going to be talking. Yeah. And I went in that fool's house. I don't care. <laughs> Dog. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that white from. boy. Sorry, Bob. Because you know Bob's that dude. Bob's the one he took, and Bob's the one who got to got help get him out. You know, I saw Bob that year. OJ got out at a convention in Vegas. I'm like, Bob. I took a picture with him. I have, a, I have it on my other phone, I think. But yeah. I took a picture with Bob. I'm like, hell yeah, you put him in and you got him out. That's some white power right there, buddy. <laughs> Man, crazy. Hey, um. Spanish. How's your Spanish? Horrible. 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 That's I, where I see a lot of Spanish comics. Are you like, thinking about doing or I'm thinking about, you know, Rosetta stoning it a little bit, getting better <laughs> at it, you know. Before, you know, I got, I got been sick for a while. I had some seizures and, you know, I understood a little bit more, but now I understand a little bit less. So I've been thinking about it. I'm having fun with it. It, it would benefit me in all aspects of life. I'm tired of going to East LA trying to order King Taco and, and looking <laughs> stupid, you know? Where she's basically just asking me to order. I'm looking at her like, come on, say it in English now. Like, oh, <laughs> My girl's right here. Don't be talking to me that way, girl. You know, <laughs> oh, of course I want some language. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got best if you got it. You know what's up, girl? What's up? You know what I mean? You got to be careful, you know what I mean? And then it's, like, it's an 85-year-old lady. <laughs> Especially the one on 3rd and 4th. That, That's, that That's, That's where I go, bro. That's what I go to. Oh, Third and fourth up to seven ten, bro. Oh yeah, yeah, right there. They're the, they're the worst dude. And when they call your number, yeah. Talking on fast forward. All man. fast in Spanish <laughs> on a jacked up microphone. Yeah, with it. <laughs> oh, it's messed up, bro. But that's the only one I'll go eat at. It's, that's it's the best boring. one. Yeah, bro. It's OG right the there, one. man. I, I reside in the Inland Empire, man, and uh, I have one on Ontario. Sorry. sorry. I'm yeah, sorry, I know. Though. And, what city and, you live in? It's not the same. It's not what the city same. you live in? Uh, uh, Upland. Upland. This fool lives in Ont- right? North Ontario. Yeah. Look at him. North Ontario. I like it, how you said Upland. Only the, only the freeway. Well, you know what? Everybody relates to Ontario. Every time I, I say Upland. Let's be honest. It ain't, you, know like, it ain't, you know no Mexicans live in Upland, bro. <laughs> Come on. You know you live in North Ontario. Like, I, across uh, the street is the white people. That's uh, why they have grass and we don't. Hey, hey, uh. The the freeway separates us. <laughs> what, the what, 10 freeway. What's what street you on? Uh, eight Street, right at the bottom. Oh, this boy's in Ontario, dog. Oh, Ontario, but it's the same thing. He, he's I, so borderline, like his neighbors don't have curbs and gutters. His right? neighbors <laughs> are over. Yeah. His neighbors over here. We want a wall. We want a wall. I know because I used to, a wall between us. You know. <laughs> I used to drive a tow truck in Ontario. Man. So when you're like eighth, Ooh, that's Ontario. Yeah. That's cute though, Upland. Yeah. I like. Him. Give, right, me some, right. give me some. Give me some pounding, dog. I'm like. I'm like I'm two blocks from Ontario. <laughs> He's like, I'm right there. I'm so right I there. Say, I say North Ontario because no, from now, else. No, from now on, you got to say, I'm between Upland and Rancho. Mm. You like that? I'm be- right there. I'm right there between Upland and Rancho. You know, it's the it's the industrial county. county <laughs> industrial. Yeah, so you don't say Ontario, bro, because so, then all of a sudden, your, your land goes down. Well, I always say Ontario because everybody knows Ontario. Yeah. And a lot of times when I say Upland, people are like, what? Where? No, that's a, Upland. Uh, Tequila hoppers, dog. Uh, I'm right down the street. That's yeah, where yeah, most of the Oh, yeah. Tequila hoppers. Uh, OG, my, dog. I walked there from the house, you know? <laughs> I used to hit tequila hoppers in the 90s, fool. Damn. Oh, damn. You were the powerhouse three, right? Oh, yeah. OG, bro. <laughs> OG, dog. Go Cervantes. Or Chronic Cantinas when it was in, in Montclair. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Back when the Max used to own it. Yeah, I used to damn. be an IE person. 
That's cool, man. No, it's not. You know what? Too many uh, memories, bro, that are you that know I what? shouldn't. Uh, for as long as I lived there, I've done all my stuff in LA. Because I worked in LA. Okay. So therefore, I mean, I'll so you never went home and showered. You just went out in your work clothes. That's gross, dog. I'm still. I'm, That's hey, I'm nasty. In my, hey, I'm in my work clothes. Look right at it right there. He's like, <laughs> hey, go brown, dog. Go brown. I haven't showered or washed my clothes in a long time. Damn, <laughs> this fool's sitting in ugly underwear in your in your you chair, know dog. What, you know what? Though, growing up back in the days, people used to do that as well. You know, people were not proud of growing up in East LA, so people would say, "I live in Montebello." Yeah. Or, or I live, I live in that's why Feria, people... Monterey Park. Now, it's all changed around. And you know what I'm getting with yeah, that, Frankie? That's... Now, everybody's like... That's, now they're like, I live, in East East I live in East LA. Where do you live? Whittier in the 605. That's Beverly. Yeah. You mean Beverly in the 605? That's Yeah, yeah, right there. <laughs> I'm like, that's that's, that's Whittier, dog. Yeah. What are you talking about? I live on Greenleaf. That's Whittier. That's yeah. not East LA. We hear it's people funny calling out Northeast Los Angeles. <clears throat> oh, my God. Or Southeast Los Angeles. Yes. Uh, um, what's it? Commerce. Cudahy. Oh, Cudahy. They're calling it. I go, man, that's pretty damn far, but... But it's it's nice that they like to be affiliated with East Los Angeles. That they even you know they even I grew up like that far. I grew up so close to the the third and Ford uh, King Taco. We could we used to walk there once in a while. All right, like I grew up right that that's East. Yeah. East LA, Border Boyle Heights. Like and then I and then I got in trouble. Mom's moving to Hawaiian Gardens to keep me safe. What? Yeah, exactly. Right. (laughs) So teach you how to play football. That's exactly. all they did, right? No, I know. I ended up. I ended up going up north. Uh, I got in trouble again. <laughs> um, and I uh, was in Visalia, Fresno, up in the Central Valley. Started playing football, and then I uh, ended up playing for Fontana High School. Nice. That's how I came out that way. That's cool, man. And uh, Division One played with Ensemble's Hermano, went to UCLA, yeah. guys like that, and it was fun, man. Then you know. And you become an adult. Hey, Life man. changes, you know. You have kids. You know, then she tells you about it. You know what I mean? It's yeah. all jacked up. No. It's, and then it, you get married. It's cool, like, uh, how I'm, parents... I'm thinking about it. No, thinking about it. it. How, how parents never saw the street life part of it. I grew up right there by uh, El Tepeyac on Wabash, you know? Yeah. And then, uh, well, first Terrace, Townsend, then Wabash. Okay. And then I remember my mom like, oh, we're going to move into a house. Where? Right next to the Ramona Garden Project. Like, mom, it's dangerous, you know? But it's a nice house. It's a nice yeah. house. Yeah. It's for all of room. us. For We have your own room. Can I get it in the back? That way the, <laughs> the bullets won't hit me. Don't come through the window. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, like, she never saw anything like that. Like, but it's a nice house. Yeah. And the rent's cheaper than the apartment. But I'm That's like, messed mom. up. He's like, your mom didn't see it was jacked up. My mom's blind, actually. <laughs> oh. I'm not even playing. My mom's legally hey, blind. Hey, have, so, no, a... she didn't see how jacked up it was when... <laughs> When she went there, okay. Uh, I have a history of saying that, bro, of doing stuff like that. No, it's okay, because she always tells people, I see what you're saying. And it <laughs> jacks me up, bro. She's crazy. I love her to death. To this day, when you leave, mom, how do I look? I'm sorry. I'm right. we'll get the fuck out no, I'll be leaving the house. You look great. Seriously, you're not even looking toward me. So, nah, she's awesome. She's funny. She's actually funnier than me, bro. Oh, shit. Crazy. I got the crazy mom, bro. You know, everybody has that crazy aunt? Yes. That's my mom. Oh man, you scored, man. Yeah, my mom was awesome. Never dull moment, huh? <laughs> like it's cool, man. Love the angle and everything. Hey, how did your uh, open mics? Uh, how how did they go? What was your first one? Or you, okay, I think the, the the best question is, what pushed you to go to your first open mic? Okay, it's, it's, so it's, it's, it's you know what an open mic is, right? Yes. yes. It's where comics are all going to. It's an open mic. You sign up. So I never did an open mic. No shit. So uh, Corey and Chad are personal friends of mine. They're the Smash Brothers. They Oak Shield, 
Uh, it used to be the openers for Ralph May, mm-hmm. worldwide comic before he passed away. Uh, personal friends of mine, and because uh, I had did promotions back in 2007, excuse me, and um, I hit them up, and they told me where there was a bar show. Bar shows are different than open mics. They have crowds, and you know people are there to see comedy. So he told me where to go. I pulled in, and uh, the first night, I, I, I mean, I literally pulled in the parking lot, looked at it, I was like, nah, screw this place, and I left. I went home. I didn't even try it. Went there the following week, got off. And uh, introduced myself, told him, you know, hey, Corey and Chad. And that was Rick Rome. Rick Rome used to run a room in Colton called uh, Liam's Irish Pub. Yes. Which uh, a comic named Liam Brunley actually used to own before they started the comedy. He was the original owner. He actually became a comic later. Liam just passed away last month. So odd coincidence that I became friends with the original owner of that bar years later. Um, but I went in, did some time. And it just so happened Jeff Garcia and his uh, his crew at that time it was uh, you know uh, Estelle uh, B B one uh, uh, Jerry Garcia um, and a couple of other comics and you know kind of just took a liking to me and was like hey hey Doc you gotta come over here Doc <laughs> you're not Doc and so you know how he talks and so um, I ended up going out and uh, doing Bob's and Bert's and. And uh, some other bars that he had uh, his guys doing on a regular basis, you know. So I would be doing rooms like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. I would be working with Sebastian Santina, or if Jeff had something, he would use me. So I'll be honest with you, I was really lucky. That's cool, man. I never had to really do an open mic. Okay. And and five years after I got in comedy, I said, I'm going to try this. It was the shittiest experience. People treated me like crap in the open mic scene. They didn't know who I was with uh, other shows and stuff. Like, I can walk into the Ice House. I, you know, I have friends there. You know, the improv in multiple locations. You know, Laugh Factory in Long Beach or, or in Hollywood. And people kind of, some of the staff remember who I am. Maybe I've made them chuckle. I was really respectful and nice to them. You know, even the Ha Ha Comedy Club or... You know, at least I get recognized, but those open mics are like, they're mean, man. Yeah. Brutal. They're mean. Like, they're like bougie. Like, we're artists. Like, motherfucker, you're not, <laughs> even, you're not even doing comedy for people. You're doing comedy for comics. <laughs> and you treat me like crap, you know? Yeah. And the crazy part is, it was just like the most horrible experience. I I did very well. Once I got on stage, I did very well. And after that, they treated you with it. They changed me, but... I'm one of those, you know, I'm real from the start. Like, if you treat me like crap from the beginning, I'm, uh, like, I don't want even want to talk to you afterward. <laughs> I know I'll tell them what to do on stage because I'm very confident that I'll at least make people laugh, you know, and I'm not going to tank. I've been doing it for almost 10 years, but, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to remember how you treated me. And uh, after that, they're like, hey, we have an open mic here. I'm like, I will never be back <laughs> ever again. Oh, you know, man. just like when I started comedy, there was guys who were rude and there was guys who were, like, awesome, you know. And just it yes. is the way it is, you know. Whether you accept it or not, it's it's not really based on you. It's based on themselves. Yes. And sometimes they either see no talent in you, or they see a crap load of talent and there's a jealousy. Mm-hmm. And you know, hopefully, I just they didn't see talent in me yet, so I got to sneak through into this last ten years. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are, those a lot of open mics are, are brutal because I, mostly the, it's a bunch of comics, you know. Exactly, so, open mics are comedians judging comedians stealing from comedians so 
I hate open mics. I love working with, you know, like my friends that are doing bar shows. They're producing shows for people to come see. Then people who don't want to pay improv drink prices. Mm-hmm. And those are the best shows because people really come to have, or fundraiser the best. If you're yes. starting the comedy industry, get with a fundraiser company. They're the best. They keep you busy. Um, I love them. I get, and then I sell lots of shirts afterward because I have okay. my own t-shirts. So for That's me, it's cool. a great, you know. Yeah, I've done a few fundraisers. But uh, uh, I love the the open mics. Are the uh, for me silence is the worst thing that happens. And you know those open mics, you get a lot of silence because all those comics are just looking at you crazy, you know. Yeah, but are you really getting judged correctly? Like I hate telling comics to go to open mics. Like, cause what if you're killing it and they're not laughing, but they're still in your joke? Uh, I never thought about that. Anymore. Yeah, I hate open mics, bro. Like, if you really want to be a comic, stop going to open mics. Go to workout rooms. Meet the bookers. Those are rooms like Sebastian, Santino run, Cochino, or Victor. These are these are rooms there where there's actually people there to watch comedy. So when you tell a joke, if it's funny, they're going to get it. If yes. it's not, they're not going to get it. But someone's not going to be like, oh, I can make that mic. I can make that better and write it down and change it. And then two weeks later, you hear it. And you're just, oh, now i got to write another joke. They stole it. Yes. Oh, man. You know? Is that common in the business? I'm going to take the fifth. <laughs> I'm going to take the fifth because I have lots of friends out there and I don't want to blame anybody for doing anything but that HBO special no, play. <laughs> <laughs> that HBO special and you know who you are no, play. you owe me some money <laughs> 37.50 no, <play. laughs> but it happens I mean or the jokes are so similar it seems like it you know so yes. it's always best to just record yourself and you know I have to record myself. I have so much new material. I haven't really done that many recordings in the last couple of years, but that was my choice is to change it, do it. I have enough, now a 45-minute set that's ready to rock and roll yeah. to be in the can. You know, I've done yes. a couple of small things for, you know, Phil Medina. You see some of the stuff on YouTube. It's not my posting. It's uh, it's another comedy, uh, comedy link. And okay. those were great because I get a couple thousand views from those, but... You know, I want to come out hard next year, so I might, you might see me in some, some you know, action movies. Cholo number eight getting shot right, <laughs> right in the beginning of the credits, you know. I was going to ask you about that, man. Uh, acting, you know. A lot of people have tried to get me into acting, but I'm a comic. I'm not being an, a comic to be an actor. If acting comes with it, then that's fine. I'm going to act. I'm, I'm, I know how to act. Trust me. I'm a Latino. I go, I've been caught up, dog. I know no, I'm playing that. <laughs> yeah, right. No, I mean, I've done acting before, and... There was a director who actually told, set me aside, even though the guy who was doing the project didn't really agree with me. Uh, the director said that my talent was where it needed to be in order to, you know, at least be where I wanted to do. And that was basically some background acting. I don't need to be the primary. I'm cool with being the background. And I can be the background for years to come yeah. and get a steady paycheck uh-huh. and a steady residual, yeah. you know. And, you know, I could be Noel G, dog. I could, yeah. be, I could be Hector. I could be Hector, dog. At 20 years from now, you'll get that award for dying the most, right? And we just want to say, you know, this award's special because he was named the exact same name for 37 <laughs> years straight. Get her for Noel G. And we should let everybody know that, you know, he's he is really a gangster. And that's why he never want to change his name because he didn't know how to answer nothing. Up. No, but, <laughs> <coughs> that's my boy. He's funny. But, I mean, it just, like, you know, him, he was a comic in the beginning. You know, he does it once in a while now. Uh, a lot of people don't know that, you know, Emilio Rivera was, uh, was, does comedy as well. During back when, you know, George Lopez and everybody was barely making it. He was yeah. doing it. But his acting just outweighed everything else. 
you know, if it happened for me where it was the same way, it's I'm not going to complain. Tell me I got to be on set for five days and I get paid for the year. I'm down. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, so but that's how you have to see it. And right now, my whole goal is I read some book not too long ago called uh, Who Took My Cheese or something like this, like some world-renowned book. And, you know, kind of open up some mindsets, you know. There's a lot of cheese out there for everyone. We just got to figure it out and how to get to it, you know. I'm going to put that on my uh, reading list. I, th- I think they mentioned that last week. We, were, uh, we had um, Walter. Walter Reyes, huh? mm-hmm. and he uh, recommended some books to read, and he and they really got deep. They really struck a chord, you know. So yeah, we'll put that on my I'm not list. a I'm not a, a spiritual healer, dog. Yeah. I'm not a I'm not <laughs> I don't do all that. I don't I don't do the you know pyramid scheme. So I'm not gonna have you come and buy stuff for me. You know, <laughs> I do. I, if you want to ride a Harley, come on, come on and see me. But you know, that's me. But Walter is like he's really into power of energy right now. Oh yeah, my boy is like really focusing on the power of energy. Uh, I'm focusing on power of money. I want to make some money. Yeah. Um, so his power of energy seems to have progressed him to a lifestyle he's in love with. So right now, I'm I'm actually doing the same thing. Same thing. It's a mindset. Yes. My mindset is to enjoy my life at this point. I'm 42, not 24. we got a few more years left before things don't work. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like my ankle. I was thinking my ankle, Cochino. Why'd yeah. you look at my crotch, dog? Why'd you look at my crotch? Why'd you see <laughs> Make me uncomfortable, yeah, dog. That, that's that uplift fool, huh? That's that uplift fool. I'm so sorry, dude. I'm I see sorry. him drinking Starbucks and stuff, too, huh? I, I'm thinking... He's I'm, got those complicated... I, 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 always, I always think Look, sports. see, he got Starbucks. My see? personalized Starbucks car. Uh, Look at cup. that. I'm, I asked him what football team he likes. He'd be like, what is that? <laughs> he said no. the Oilers and the Packers. Oh, shit. The, I know, huh? <laughs> yeah, um, I, I relate everything to gym, sports, or, you know... No? Like that. So, hey, I like your sweater though. So I'm a you USC say, fan. After a certain age, you know, and I, I can relate to that. How old are you? Forty-seven. Forty-seven. You can't tell because he takes all his hair off. Yes. Like that. You can't see the white like mine, bro. I got all the. What's well, not really white hair, but I'm, shave all the braids. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, you do, bro. Sorry, I cuss a lot, but no, 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 no worries. Hell yeah, you yeah yeah. He takes his eyebrows off, guys. No, 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 He's got the little chiquito eyebrow. I'm indi- indi- he got a microbladed, so when you guys see him live, he's microbladed. Uh, I move indigenous lines, so I can't even grow facial hair. I grow a little bit here and there, you know, so. You show your whole, your spotty? And spotty, man. You know, it looks like dirt, so I just, why, why even have it, you know? Get gangster, bro. Go go tea on the side. <laughs> oh, oh, those dirty mustaches <laughs> with yeah. the comb like that, you know? Yeah. Like five hairs, and they just coming down. I can see you doing some hair dye in the mustache. <laughs> Hey, um, Pin it on, man. Everybody who's been in the business for a while, they did their traveling. You got any uh, crazy travel stories you can tell us? Because everybody's got that. Um, we fucking hit a homeless dude and we had to bury him. <laughs> and, and then we couldn't bury him, so it was weekend I mean, at Bernie's. I, with I've guy. had some crazy... That it, you can tell us, you know. That, that you I've had some crazy it. events, you know. I mean, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, I, real chill. I had some guys, like a, some... Some dudes tried to jump me in Bakersfield. Ended up all four of them on their back. I don't know how I stacked them up like a triple stack burger. <laughs> but I had all of them on top. And I was sucking all three of them while one of them was on the side screaming. Like, And then the security guard had to pull me off. And it was at a show. Yeah. And the security guard thought I was jumping the comic. I'm like, I'm, motherfucker, I'm the comic. <laughs> I had a black eye that night. And uh, I just slept on ice. Uh, you know, I'm one of those people who can do that. Next morning I had was two little... Sm- 
cuts on the side of my eye, and I had like three more night, three more shows the next day, so it was pretty cool. But I mean, otherwise, I mean, I've been hit by a car. Yeah, I mean, people always get dumb, but I mean, it's a it's a legendary story. Like, there's some comedy, uh, some comedy uh, film documentary coming out that you know, Rick Esquerta. Mm. Rick Esquerta. No. Esquerta. Esquerta. He's funny. Um, he put a documentary together a couple years back, and they're talking about how you know I had a couple couple cholos rub me over with a Honda Accord. <laughs> you know, so that oh, that, that that yeah, I had some fun times. You know, it was the beginning. Now I'm so uh, it's so much of a of a fun time being on stage. Like right after I'm done, I usually go home and I pass out because of all the energy. And you do it. You've oh, been on there. Man. You're so energy that by the time you get off stage, you're just like ooh. Yes, I have like you know like a busy month, and I, I don't want to do anything for like a week or so. Just like bored what's out. a busy month for you? How many nights of comedy? I like like, <laughs> like two three nights oh, a week. This fool, this fool. <laughs> hey, no, and worse, like two or three open micers, dog. Two, two or three, three open micers a, no, a, a that, week. No, you know? I don't want you to do open micers, dog. Like like last summer, I would do like I would do Friday night here in Southern California. Saturday night in the Central Valley, Sunday night back here in Southern California. That's it. Like and then go boom, boom, boom. Like and then Monday be off. Then two Monday be off. Then Tuesday do a like Cochino's room in, at the starting gate. Wednesday go do with Sebastian. Thursday be off. Friday come back to Southern California. Saturday head back up. Like all summer long, I was just that's, that's busy. That's dog. badass. Bro. Going down to the bar and and, yes. and that's I don't want to hear that no more from you. <laughs> I want you to tell me I did the Improv, Ice House, and Laugh Factory in the same weekend. That's busy. That because you know why those are busy? Because you're trying to you're trying to remember what jokes you did or you didn't do because your sets are so similar. Like, oh, did I already do that joke? Or was that tonight? Was that the first show? Was that the second show? Oh man, when you're doing the first and second oh, show man. and you're first getting out, I you know I, I almost didn't remember if I had already said that joke. Oh, was, or was it the first the first set I said that joke? So it kind of messes you up sometimes yes. when you're doing multiple things, but you can't do when you don't do no open micers no more, bro. You have you know comics now. You know Walter. Walter has a room. You know I, I just I. Oh, uh, you don't like ask though. I just you, like you, to get out. You know, just you gotta go to the bar shows. All right, cool. And you live in you live in Upland, so I know I know Anthony G does a show right there off of uh, Archibald and Arrow Route, not Arrow Highway, Arrow Route. No, there's so two arrows. Splits off. Yeah. Look at that. I'm there's a gangster, dog. What? Knows everything, dog. I just, go to, I just go to the area to sleep, bro. <laughs> I'm a gangster, dog. I know everything. But yeah, he has one there. Where do you work? What city? Vernon. Vernon, you should really get a hold of Sebastian Santina because you can literally work Wednesday, Friday, Saturdays with him and work out. I mean, these comics have been doing this for years. There's very few, but they will allow you to... To hone your craft. Yes. Sebastian Santina, Cochino, Jeff Garcia, I mean, Mike Cano. I mean, there's so many of these guys who, they, when they see talent, they'll book you and keep booking you so that you can get as much time as you can. And it's in front of people who are going to see comedy. Yes. And, and after a while, you start getting a little bit of money, dog. Like, you start making money. Like, all of a sudden, they're putting gas money in your hand. Like, here's 25 bucks, dog. Thanks for coming out. Like, what? I got 25 bucks, and, that, and that's my main goal in, in comedy, man. To get paid? A handshake, Starbucks card, <laughs> you know? Oh, that, you that's golden for you me. You haven't got paid yet? 
Uh, no, I now, now I feel bad. Now my heart hurts for him, dog. No, don't, don't. He's like, I'm a comic. You're not a comic. You, you, you even told paid, me about he wanted to get paid. Like, hey, where do we get paid at? <laughs> they like, told me they'd be donuts. Then they're going to take advantage of him. Like, hey, bring, bring all your friends. He's going to bring 150 people. Like, hey, dog, thank you. Here's three minutes up front. I'm cool. Uh, you know what? Like, for right now, uh, I want to... Don't be cool. Be confident and be, and be confident in yourself and be confident in your comedy. Because you seem like you're funny just right here. Boom, we're going back and forth. So you should be confident in yourself. Know your worth. Know your value. And you should make sure that people know your value as well. You're a funny, nice guy. And you should really know about that. You should project that energy. See how good I made him feel about himself? Yeah, man. You want to buy a Harley? You want to buy a Harley? I know. I can't say I didn't think. I need to buy a Harley now. You look good in a road king, homie. Man. But no, I really think people should uplift each other. You know, for a long time, you know, I used to be in a lot of negative in life, you know. And, you know, I, you, people feed off it when you're around it a lot. But if you just try to uplift people, it, it ends up being a great karma coming back, you know? Yes. Just, yeah. I was going to say he looked handsome, but, I, you know, <laughs> I don't want to look I don't want to look it in my eyes all night and stuff. That's why I keep looking straight ahead. <laughs> I'll let you know when we're almost done so you can tell him. Dojitos, you can tell him when he fucking run out. Dojitos, you know? <laughs> hey, uh, Richard, in uh, 10 years, where do you, uh, you want to be? In 10 years? <laughs> I would love, I would love to be, in 10 years, I would love to be, a, a, you know, like my great friend, uh, Sebastian Tina does the, like the luxury cruises, you know, he's gone, oh, yeah. he's gone like 25 weeks out of the year, you know, just Ooh. can't, you know, not just Cancun, but the Caribbean and things like that. I would love to have that type of schedule, but also be doing, you know, some great like improv venues and stuff like that. Basically, you know, leave on Friday, be home by Monday type of thing, you know, that's nice. just, yes. Okay. You know what? Um, like we told the last person who told us that. Who, who told us that, Frankie? Who told mm. us that they wanted to do cruises? I think um, the oh, female it was, girl. It was Tanya. Tanya. And we told Tanya Estrada? Yes. Yeah, Tanya That's Shrata. my girl. Big she, Tanya from Viva. What is it? What's the wrestling? Baboom. Baboom. Baboom, yeah. Yeah, she told us. She goes, that's where I want to be in 10, 15 years. I go, you know that you cannot have sex with the guest if you're working. And she goes, okay, that's, that's, that's fine. I don't plan on it. You know, you can't have sex with a guest, okay? Yeah, I don't need to. Okay. Like, I, my chick's bomb. Dog. Oh, right. I didn't know that. You, know, you guys don't understand. Like, I pick bomb chicks, homie. Like, like, I got to the time of my life where, you know, you could be with somebody because they're super sweet or you could be with somebody who's super sweet but who's bomb. You know, and I and I have a thing for thick delicious, bro. My chick's thick delicious. Yeah. Like if I if I see a hot chick in a hot dress, I'm more like like, hey, where'd you buy that? Cause my chick will fucking fuck that shit up more than like worse than you. You want to go home, girl? Like, but that's you know I've changed. I used to be the other type of guy, but then you know you end up changing over years. You know, now I'm more like I said. You know, I want I'd rather go home and have a beer than. Be out the club because after the you know 18 song where it's and and uh, it's just the same beat. Yes. My heart starts fucking mimicking it, and I think I'm having a heart attack. Oh, so yeah. I'm good, bro. I don't want to. Especially you having like uh your your Red Bulls with vodka, monster with vodka. Forget about it, man. I'm, I drink I drink Bud Light, bro. Just oh no. <laughs> yeah, unless they have Corona, like Bud Light, boom. You go. You want Tecate? Are you good? No, I'm good tonight. I'm good, good tonight. tonight. Yeah, right. I gotta be at the I gotta be at the office in the morning. Today's my one day off to like chill, chill. So I did laundry. I went and did my hair. You know, oh, I was like, I got my stuff done. No, <laughs> got ready for us. Huh? Yeah, the, 
your uh, your your job and your comedy, um, like for me, I see them going together forever. I'm a workaholic. Mm-hmm. So you, in the long run, so you just see yourself doing So you comedy. like working. And yeah, I like being busy, working. Even if you're not getting paid, you would still love to work? For right now, well, I mean, right now, one of my jobs pays me nice. So uh, uh, not getting paid on comedy doesn't sting, you know? Okay. I'm just seeing. But you know, ultimately. I could I would, I could use a sugar daddy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> or a milk dug daddy. This yeah. one looks like a milk dug <laughs> dog. <laughs> you look like a milk dud, huh? <laughs> yeah, but uh, so so you, like, do you see yourself just mostly comedy uh, ultimately? Um, ultimately, I see, I see, the, you know, hopefully getting to where an hour and a half is something simple. I'm, you know, creating a fan base that loves to come out. When they come out, they not only are willing to spend the money to come see me, but also spend money at the venue because, you know, the more they spend at the venue, the more the venue wants you back. You know, yes. it's, it's all about how much they spend. Um, so hopefully I can get myself to a point where I have a great fan base in certain cities. Right now, like Ventura Harbor... And Oxnard, I have a great fan base, and I don't know how, but whenever anybody sees that I'm coming in town, uh, I've sold out the the Ventura Harbor Comedy Club three times, you know, right. three three years in a row on uh, on the Cinco de Mayo weekend with uh, Rico Mambo, yes. you know, headlining their show. They, you know, as soon as they mentioned me, it, it ended up selling. So I've done that. I've been in Oxnard with over 500. I've been, you know, I just finished the the Brea Improv with over 500 guests as well with Sebastian and Tina. So. Ooh. You know, you, you build a fan base locally, and eventually it's it's a little easier to fill the room. Yes. Um, and then when you go to out of town, like I just got done with Arizona Mesa, the um, or the Tempe, the Tempe Improv, and I was able to get 150 people in that room with a five-day notice. So they were pretty happy. They were pretty happy uh, less than a week. Yes. People found out it was coming in town, uh, and they were able to sell tickets because they had a last-minute cancellation. So... When I was when you're able to pull things like that off, it makes for a for a good relationship, you know. And oh, yeah. ultimately, I I would love for me to have the phone call directly from the club, you know. You have to understand, you have major headliners come out, but they don't always bring an opener, or if they do, there's still some a host or something that needs to be used, you know. For me, be, being that person in multiple states or in you know multiple comic venues, that's gonna get me to the point where. I'm going to work every weekend, you know. Yes. I'm leaving Thursday. I got, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday show with, you know, Dane Cook in, Ar- in Arizona. I'm home Sunday, you know, Sunday through Thursday. So ultimately I want to I want my weekends to be filled with comedy and, you know, make 150 grand a year making people laugh and after that be left alone. I mean, if anybody who makes 150 grand working 4 days a week should not complain about life. <laughs> yes. You know, and it and that's not too out of reach to to really want, you know. George Lopez and them are making millions. Yes. So for me to say I want to make, you know, 150 grand a year, you know, that the after taxes, I want that to be after taxes. Yes. For, <laughs> you know, and, and have a, you know, substantial life. I don't want comedy to take over my life. I want, I want it to enhance my life. Yes. You know, and that's the hard part is a lot of comics gave everything up for this industry. You know that. I know that. Everything up. But that that was because comedy was a different game back then. Oh yeah! Every time Frankie tells me, "Dude, I was at this place and this guy recognized me," he's like, "Oh man, I saw you over at this place." He's like, "That's it. I'm I'm fucking gonna live in my car in front of the comedy store." <laughs> exactly. So that's the bad part is some of these guys are, you know, they're doing their best, but they're not. They don't have a mentor. Or they don't have the 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 look that Hollywood wants right now, or this or that or this. And for me, it's just. 
okay, I have a niche, no matter whether I look like I ride a Harley or if I look like I'm going to stab you because I'm in prison or I look like an essay, whatever it is, they're always going to be a niche for my look. So yes. I'm just going to concentrate on being funny. And uh, this will be, this this April 20th will be nine years. All right. So nine years with this 420, 429 years for me. So. Uh, and then uh, doing what you love, best of all, man. You know, it wasn't all love in the beginning, dog. Sleeping <laughs> in your car and stuff like that. And, you know, driving all the way up somewhere not, where they're only paying you literally gas money. That's not even covering the full gas money. <laughs> but you're trying to get the exposure. Yes. Sleeping in your car halfway back because you're exhausted, but you have to be at work in the morning to get to the... Like, you know, you've all been there. Um, but it's changing. Now, if you can get a million viewers on your media, your social media, then... They're gonna they're gonna start booking you across the country for good money, you know. Yes. Unfortunately, I'm 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 not a cute blonde or Latina with big boobs and a big butt to post myself all <laughs> over media, but you know, hopefully the comedy shines through and it seems to have. You know, I already have almost five thousand on my Facebook. I have a few thousand on my Instagram, and there are people who actually you know actually are engaged in the media, and that's the hard part is engaging your your fan base as much as possible. So. I try to put everything in my media to actually be engaging based on my comedy. So if you notice, all my all my joke stuff on my media is like couples based, like yes, you know, like crazy chicks or you know his and her stuff. But it, I truly believe if you're going for a certain market, that your media should reflect your comedy. Yeah, cool. Excuse me. How's your uh, your uh, old lady? <coughs> what was that? How does your How's your old lady uh, deal with this? Because it's. Uh, it's not a regular life, you know. You got your nine to five, and then you're gone somewhere where um, I'm supported. Yeah. I, I'm I'm truly supported in what I do. You know, she drive like she drove me here tonight, so I don't have to drive because you know I'm chilling out. So, you know, for it's me, cool, it was man. it's good. You know, I get I get somebody who supports what I do and doesn't complain about what I'm doing because you know comedy is not always fun. You know, and some nights I, like Monday night, I had to be in Lancaster. So I worked till 4 p.m., came home for an hour, you know, changed real quick, got cleaned, ate with her, and then was on the road by, I'd say, 4.30 to be, you know, nah, about 5, 5.30 so that I could be in Lancaster by 8. I didn't go on stage till 10 p.m. Because I closed the show, yes. which means I didn't get off stage till about 10.45. So by the time I was done shaking hands, taking pictures, mm -hmm. telling people thank you, getting people to add me on media and stuff like that, it was almost 11.20. Almost 11 so as soon as I jump in the car, it's like, how, what time can I get home? It's an hour and 25-minute drive. I made an hour and 18, you know. <laughs> I don't speed, but, you know, I drive quickly. But, you know, to get home, sleep, and then be at the office the next morning... Those are hard nights sometimes, you know. Even though I get up at 7 a.m., get home at 1, you don't go to sleep right away. Yeah. You know what it's like. The adrenaline's like. kicking, man. Huh? Yeah. The adrenaline, man. I just, just finished a great set. I just drove. <laughs> you know, when you're in the car, your eyes want to shut. But as soon as you get home, you're wide awake. You're hungry. <laughs> you want to drink something. Oh, I drank too much. Now I got to pee. You know, I'm not 20 no more, bro. I'm 40-something. I pee yeah. now. And I, if I drink too much coffee or water, that's it. I know it's, I'm getting up, you know. Yeah. So... For me, it was just about about finding a balance for my life. And so in the beginning, I was doing like five nights a week sometimes. Now I'm able to cut it down. So I'll do it where I'll take a couple, like I take the winter off every year. 
So you'll see like one or two shows in December for for me, but that's only because they got them, they got to sneak them in. Like the bookers I work with, come on, bro, I just got this. And, yeah. But otherwise, you won't see me do anything from Thanksgiving until the beginning of the year. Why is that? That's just my personal time. So Family time. That's my personal time. I take it off every year. And it's more about me not, me like recharging. And what's crazy is it's usually by the time that happens, I've been so busy because of summer, I'm ready to get away. Yeah. I'm ready to be done with it and like get away from it for a minute. And then during that time, I end up writing a lot of great new jokes and then... I get to, or I rewrite jokes. Yes. And change up the cadence and things. And it's able to actually help me be more artistic during that time. So when I come back, you know, yeah, I come back rusty sometimes. And, you know, I'm not doing full jokes or I'm in and out of jokes, even though I'm making people laugh. But I'm actually working on new stuff, new material. Yes. New tags. So it, it seems to let me come back stronger every year. Um, and then as soon as, like, right now, I just got done. This last week, I've already got scheduled for for March. I have two shows scheduled for March and April. I'm leaving back out to um, Porterville for uh, a comedy show out there. And then in May, May 16th, I'm doing the Raiders Summer Kickoff event. I'm hosting that show event. And then June, I'll be back in uh, Fresno. So again, all summer long, back and forth. Blam. Back and forth. And the crazy part is I work weekends, so I'll literally be getting off of work, driving up, doing the show, driving back, going back to the office. So. Oh, shit, man. Hey, where, well, you're talking about writing jokes. Where is your, um, your, your comfort zone where you can sit down and write? Or, you know, is it where you're working out? Or, you know, where do, where do you get your most, where are you the most creative? Um, in the mall. In the mall? In the market. At Walmart, Walmart, I kill it at Walmart. Like when you see some shit. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So you have all the material popping up. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I don't, I don't write the material. The material writes itself. Yeah. Right? Do with the Daisy Duke. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like the one you saw me post the other day. Like well, this fool obviously gave two, didn't give two shits when he left the house. Like yeah. you know what I mean? And I see it. You know what I mean? Or you see a couple of, of, of you know. A couple who, a guy and a girl, but they're dressed identical. She's got the same mullet as him. You know what I mean? Like, you don't know who's the guy, who's the girl. You know what I mean? Or you see a guy and you could tell he's a skinny little dude. His wife's like 450. And you're like, you know, she hits him. Like, you could tell. Because when she went up to reach for something, he flinched. Like, you know what I mean? for the can cornies. Exactly. That fool hit the ground. So, for me, it was. it's always been about, I look what my surroundings are. You know, that's why my email is reality is funny. Because... Reality is funny. Reality is hilarious. Like we're just like common sense is so uncommon nowadays. It's yes. ridiculous. People don't even realize that common sense is a learned behavior. You really know? Is. It, it really, really is. is. You know I mean common sense? Wiping your ass. Common sense. It, it wasn't a common sense when you were born. It was a learned behavior. <laughs> yeah. Shitting in the toilet was a, was a learned behavior. But now it's just common sense. Like that's where you go. That's what you do. Hey man, uh, <laughs> Walmart. It's a rough place to go for me on Sundays. Because at church, when you're walking out, they'll tell you, don't judge. God doesn't judge. Don't judge. And then you go to Walmart for your Sunday shopping. And you're like, oh, my God. Oh, like, you go to church and you're trying to be a comic? Yeah. I feel bad for you, bro. You're all jacked up inside I, sometimes. I'm a, and my head's all messed up, man. You, but, can't, you can't write like I can write because you can feel bad about it afterward. Yeah. I can hurt people's feelings and I just say, sorry, God, because I'm Catholic, bro. <laughs> I could apologize. You know what I mean? You're, you're Christian. <laughs> you're Christian, huh? Yes. You can't say sorry. You're supposed to live the right way from the beginning. Oh, man. I'm a Catholic. He expects <laughs> me to screw up. You know what I mean? 
That's why he gave me my preacher so he could just okay. Seventeen hell marriage. You gotta stop killing people. You gotta stop killing people, Richard. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's rough, man. That's what's hard. Walmart, especially the Fontana one, bro. Ooh me, man. I've been in there one time and there was like maybe four teeth in the whole store. In the whole store, dog. You know what it's like? In the whole store. Like three people look like a can opener, just click like it was bad, fool. Oh, I, I go to there's one at the by the 15 freeway and I think uh Foothill that's the Fontana one oh dog. my that one that's really that bad yeah. yeah it's called it's, Tweaker Mart is it 24 Tweaker hours Mart. too right yeah it's called Tweaker Mart in the middle of the night bro <laughs> 24 hours oh my god you see the crazy I stuff. see some I seen the girl there one time the door said pool she was pushing on that motherfucker for 45 minutes <laughs> Do you understand? They are yeah. not bright there, okay? Yeah. Even the, the employees there. Ooh. Do you know how... Oh, I didn't want to say it, bro. But the lady basically gave me a refund, and I didn't even buy nothing yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, that place is crazy, man. But yeah, they tell you, don't judge. You, you don't know anybody. He goes to church, and they tell him, don't judge. And, he goes and they to go to Walmart, Walmart, and like, oh my... <laughs> he's just like... <laughs> can't help it, right? can't help it. Just looking at everyone. I'm going to hit him up after church one day for some money. <laughs> like, help your fellow man. As soon as that day comes, I'm like, help your fellow man. When you walk up, I'm like, hey, don't let me borrow 20 grand, dog. <laughs> Come on, bro. Yes, dog. Just give me like seven, seven or eight packages. Okay, you know you got it? <laughs> yeah, man. So that, I struggle with that, man. Hey, we all have struggles. Well, uh, for me, uh, I uh, writing, uh, working out or on the... On the you work out? I do. I'm not looking, but you work out. I work out. Why I work you lying out to me? You're a Christian, no, I'm <laughs> <laughs> Stop lying to me, dog. Yeah, so you know. Uh, you know the treadmill's supposed to be on. <laughs> <laughs> I know my legs are falling off. He goes downhill, right? or the treadmill goes downhill. He just stands on the there bike. like, woo! I can feel it. Yeah, you know, the, the only feel difference. The burn. I'm like 270 right now. The only difference between me 270 and 230 is what I eat. Because my, my habits are usually the same, you know? Mm. Like, uh, you know, spend like two and a half hours at the gym. But I, bet had, I bet she has some great legs because of UPS. <laughs> uh, oh, he's got the UPS legs. Right? I know, the calves. Huh? I, you heard about the UPS calves. calves, right? Oh, bro, I bet you oh, got some great calves, huh? Look at right now when he leaves, we'll wait he's for him to leave and watch him. We'll bro, watch him leave. Bro, he's flexing on the table. I can oh, feel it. I can uh, feel uh, it. Uh, right now. And he's got a nice bronze going on there. I ran a marathon without training, man. That's how that's how much UPS gets in shape. You need to go on stage. In your UPS shorts, get a brown. Okay, look, get a brown like a Cintas or like the type of shirt without the UPS. A brown shirt and your shorts, and your character should always be the UPS character. Uh, well, I've and I've, your intro should be she's got legs. I've, <laughs> I've talked delivered. to Chinook about that before, mm-hmm. and for right now, I don't want to use it because it'll be a freebie. You know, you, I, I you want to get ahead in life. Nah, that's too get, easy. I want to work, you know. No, what are you talking about? It 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 opens up people to hear the rest of what you're saying. Uh, uh you're really you're right, and but I I, I want to work harder hey, than dog, that. He ain't gonna make it, homie. <laughs> that's like saying that's like saying we have the best quarterback in the NFL on my team, but we're gonna bench him because I think it's cheating. We're gonna, <laughs> hey, we're, no, we're gonna run the ball. We're gonna no run matter it. what. <laughs> no, not even gonna run it. You're gonna bench him because it's cheating. And he doesn't like to cuss. Either mm. while he's doing his comedy, he's the one that adds all the. No, it's all right, bro. You're Christian, dog. You shouldn't. Nah, have to cuss. He's not that Christian. No, I'm you not shouldn't that Christian. I'm just. You shouldn't have to cuss, man. I'm just. Like if it makes you feel uncomfortable to cuss on stage because you don't know who's there watching and stuff, 
You know what I mean? If I see a kid, you don't it know, ruins me. Come on, bro. You don't have Jesus in the room. <laughs> right? There's a, but because there's a lot of them. Like, there's Garcia's, Hernandez's, Gonzalez. There's a lot of Jesus's in LA, bro. <laughs> I mean, sorry, Jesus. I mean, Jesus's. Jesus's. I know. You know what? I'm glad uh, I used to be a Garcia and I cut off my name. I'm glad because a lot of Garcia comics, man. Well, what do you mean? You have a stage name? No, uh, I still have four names and I went to court and I cut it off into two. So, what's your last name? Oh, my name is Frank Blanco, but Blanco? it used to be. You well, really want to be white. <laughs> my, my name it's, it's is, a family name. Yes, it's a family name. Okay, it was Blanco it, it's, Garcia. It's part of my. It's part. Yes, it's part of my joke because that's why I thought your barba was part of your joke thing. You know. Okay, so your, your, you did the name change before your comedy, though. Oh yeah, and like and it just so happened. Before I got married, why didn't you want Gonzalez? No, Garcia, because it's too or many. Garcia. Okay, so you took your wife's last name. No, you know how you get two parents? You get yeah. a, a last name from each? Okay, so you took... I, I lived in my dad's. I lived in my dad's. You didn't know him anyway, right? I, I barely knew him. I knew him enough, but, okay. uh, you know... Like, you don't like him I anyway. wanted to kick him in the crotch, you know, so I eliminated him, you know? Dad would do it. Yes. I actually like my dad. My bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> bad, bro. Yeah, yeah bad. I'm, I'm sorry, man. Uh, you yes, know, you know, dad, I just want to let you know you're my hero. You... You and your 27-year-old girlfriend have a great weekend this weekend. <laughs> my dad's girlfriend's younger than my ba- my baby sister, bro. You're crazy. You understand? There you go. There you go. You un- oh yeah. Like but you understand? My dad's my dad is. You get two. Thank you. My dad is 62 years 60 years old. He got a 27-year-old girlfriend, and and he outruns her. Like that will get up at five in the morning, run till like four a.m. Like he'd sleep an hour and be wide awake. Damn. You understand? See? Like outrun. Went to the Super Bowl last weekend. Or two weekends ago, went to the Super Bowl, sent me pictures of him at the Super Bowl, telling me how great J Lo's performance was. <laughs> Son of a bitch, no. <laughs> hey, hey, that's every man's goal, right there, you know, to stay young forever, you know. Yeah. Hey, he worked hard his whole life, raised yes. all of us. My dad was a single dad too for my siblings and me for a while. After I moved with him, I with my mom for until I was fifteen. But after I lived with them, he was a single dad for all of us for a while, and you know, actually most of it. And we all turned out pretty good, you know. Yes. You know, you know, I stopped, I stopped getting in trouble in my twenties, so that's real good. Yeah, yeah. that's you're real good. Yes. You know? yeah, that's really counts. Yeah, I mean, normally <laughs> Latinos, it's in the forties or fifties. Then you're like, hey, homie, I'm going Christian. <laughs> but for me, it was, you know, I got in trouble in my twenties. I'm now in my forties. Haven't seen inside of a cage except for, you know, except for Ventura trying to say I had a warrant when I really didn't. I see what's up, Ventura. Come see me. No, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's cool. But um, congratulations on, you know, trying to do comedy in a clean way. So when you guys do comedy, you guys go up together, huh? No, 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 no. He's, a, he's, he's the comic. I just sit back and he does all his writing and then he'll, he'll send me some stuff and be like, hey, man, what do you think about this? And I'll just add a bunch of bad words and send it back to him because I can't fucking say that. So yeah. So I, I, I kind of. don't say fucking, right? Because it'll hurt his feelings. <laughs> no, no. Uh, you know what? I throw F-bombs now. But when I first started, I wanted to do it clean, you know? Like, how do you say the word fuck? Fudge. See, see, he gets yeah. all embarrassing. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the way it is. Uh, we would we would sit down and then he would hand me a paper with say what it he like would write. A Filipino. Say it like a Filipino, make you feel better. Yeah, like, puck. The fucking. Yeah, you fucking knew that. Get the puck out of here. The puck out of here. See? Yeah, well, you know what? Uh, either uh, acronyms, uh, the right, B's bro. and the H's, you know, it's the bitches right. and the hoes. No, I was trying to say words that aren't really cuss words, but they sound cool, bitches and hoes. Shut up. We just, had a, whole, we just had a whole no, no. discussion about that. You yeah. gotta just say it, Frankie. Well, you know what? I don't wanna. I wanna and your hands were like this, bitches and hoes. Let me <laughs> check, your check your nails for me. 
Check your nails for me. Let me see you check your nails. Oh, check that's, your a, nails. that's a test, right? What do see. you want? What check. do you want? Ah, oh, oh. man. What do you want? They're I, supposed I, to go like this, not I, like I bite this. my nails, bro. But you went like that. Say, check your nails. You went, what? What? Let's go like this, dog. Like, I'm like, what's up? He has, he has bad eyes. That's why he's got to put them far away like that. Huh? Why are you blowing out a fool? <laughs> this fool's blowing out his I, I, I didn't get, I didn't get my clear this week. Yeah. <laughs> what's up? Is that a thing? I don't know. Can you guys take Can you guys take tips at UPS? Uh, no. Yes, we can. You can take a tip. Yes, from the pond. Wouldn't yes, from the pond, and you uh, you can't ask for it, but. If they tip you, Dude, like, hey, homie, like, thanks, dog. I worked in Hollywood, man. People give you hundreds, you, you know? You worked in West Hollywood? Oh, I thought you meant, I, I didn't mean that kind of tip. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> this guy had the best porn collection ever. They should give me porn. I mean, they should give me everything over there, you know? It's cool. What happened? Uh, I, ch- I just changed uh, jobs, you know? like Why, dog? To do comedy. Like, you know, like, delivering, you work, like, nine to nine. Okay. And in now, comedy, you, right what do you now, do now? I drive those the eighteen wheelers now. So you go, you're just doing uh, LTL. Yeah, oh, no, overnights the like Southern California. No? So you work like three days and you're off the rest of the week or something like that. No, that one's cross uh, cross country. They work like three days. Three days and they're off for the rest of the week. But and local, I just uh, five days, but nights like ten to ten. What's oh. the furthest you go, Frankie? Uh, San Bernardino, Ventura. Oh really? Oh, okay. That's it. That's not even that. You, that's you, 12 hours for me, bro. <laughs> but, like, half of it's you sitting there waiting for them to unload. Yes, it's torture, man. No, don't text them at Wait night. Wait a minute. Because you'll half text it, back at 3 in the morning. It's half of it is you sitting there waiting for them to unload, and he's yes. telling me it's torture. It's torture, man. Because you're not smart enough to take yourself a cot and, like, get your thing all hooked up to have Hulu TV on an iPad or something? I don't watch TV, man. Uh, I write, I read, and... Uh, <laughs> You need to start watching reality TV and stuff, or like regular TV and stuff. For material or for content? material, okay. Because content, because you need to be kept up on what's going on today. The news is a great one. It does give you. Don't go political. Yes. But like, if you see some local shit, you know, like you know, man chokes his wife. You know, what I mean? did you see that shit? Man chokes his wife. Damn. I was wondering what happened if I hit my bitch with a Honda Accord. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because that's my yes. joke right there. Where I'm, you know, I do stuff like that. Um, but like looking at what's current events is going to keep you current. You see a lot of comics where they really haven't been keeping up with current events and they're making references from the nineties and these younger crowds aren't getting it and they're wondering why their materials aren't hitting like it used to. Yes. So okay. kind of got to be careful on that part, you know? Thank you. You know, I never thought about it like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and like also when people ask you about things, I have no idea what they're talking about. Exactly. You know, just you don't even know what the nene is, huh? <laughs> no, no, actually, don't. <laughs> that name is style no more. So I'm talking about, bro. You know what? I, I was uh, watching TV and they said um, marathon, and they had this actor, right? And every time I see a marathon on whatever actor, Billy Chris or whatever, mm-hmm. the first thing comes to mind, he's fucking dead. He's fucking dead, right? I don't watch the news enough to know who the fuck's dying, you know. And you got to stay up on that. You got to fucking stay up on current events. Or else. Well, do you have a Facebook and Instagram? Yes. Do you use them? Uh, Instagram, yes. Facebook, no. Okay. So how many times a week do you put um, a religious quote? Uh, I don't put religious quotes. I use uh, motivational quotes. Okay. But you're doing a comic. Huh? But you're a comic. Well, and uh, you know what I do? Hmm. I make sarcastic comments on a lot of sports and other comics. Uh, pages? pages? Oh, that's, we, and, ju- we just find that rude. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Those are, uh, you know what? We find it rude. The I'm, best part for me, 
and I engage like twenty people coming at me, and we just, and I'm just telling jokes. Yeah, we find it rude. Really? Yeah. Dude, you're, that's so you're, funny though. Because we find you poaching our fan base. Oh, hey, I didn't really? see it like that. That's like another. That's like you inviting someone to come on your podcast. They're like, hold on, dog. Let me go ahead and start my podcast while you're doing yours here. And then oh, really? they pull Man. your fan base over. Yeah, and you guys can listen here on my podcast. And so your podcast is on live, but now you have your your followers popping over to his. I, I never saw it like that, but yeah. You're... But you're basically doing it because you're trying to get fans, right? Well, uh, I like I like. Yeah, look, see? You, yeah, I see. I, I, I throw jokes on people's Frankly, the sports guy has always been the, the So you got to be careful because so. comics will take it personal. Okay. And it could mess up your booking if they have enough friends. Okay. Careful. Like, or if you're poke, poking the wrong one, bro, I've seen somebody totally get like blackballed, homie. Like, he don't do comedy no more. No shit, that bad? Yeah. Comics, like, they're, like, I even be careful. I have one girl, she, okay, so one female comic one time posted uh, about some dude had assaulted her at one point, and she saw him at the store, blah, 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 and, um, you know, women stay strong, and so all I posted on my page was like, oh, I hate seeing, you know, friends go through so much and, you know, help you, you feel better, but also had all these comedy store comic, white comics, like, you should take that down, boom, boom, you know, off on my page, trying to get crazy on my page, and then started talking junk to some of my Raider fans and, and stuff on my page, and I had to, you know, eventually let them know, like, some of my friend, my fans, they're not my friends, but they're crazy people, <laughs> like, you understand, like, some of my, my fans ride motorcycles who are one percenters, some of my fans are, mm-hmm. you know, are real cholos, they don't do cholo fit, they're Real cholos. They think I'm funny because their wives have stabbed them before. And I talk about it on stage. So that's where they relate. So they're crazy people. So if you were to go on my page and say, that, 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 that to one of my fans, I will feel responsible when he stabs you at a show. Yeah. So that's why I tell people, like, that's not a safe thing to do is you don't know who you're engaging with. You're, you're, you're basically assuming that they're, do you assume that they're not going to do anything about it or they're not going to take it personal? Or do you think that it's funny for yourself and like you just keep it up, but ultimately like you're you're affecting somebody else, yeah. and it's on someone else's page. Yeah, with and jokes, I you're think terrible, with good yeah, jokes. I can't believe you, man. It's, you know what? The I hate one, you. And, and the reason I do it on Instagram because I used to do it on Facebook before, right? Sarcasm jokes over and over until one person. I don't know if they stalk me, but they're like, oh. You know, fun of you to comment like that when you're living a comfortable life in your pretty little house in Upland, and they just grab my block. You're like, whoa! And you got Delete. scared. Yeah, yeah. Like, Look at him. He got scared, bro. Yeah. Well, that's I didn't get scared for me, for my family. You know. But that's what I'm saying. But you're you're doing stuff to antagonize things. That's why I say be positive. And you go to church, fool. What's wrong with you? Sarcasm jokes not. are good. Sarcasm jokes are not. It's considered it's considered passive aggressive. Yeah, and we just talk about that too. Passive aggressive is the worst aggression because it's indirect, and and it makes people feel like you think they're dumb or they're driving them crazy because nobody else sees it but them. So it's like the worst, which is why kids are shooting up schools and stuff. Passive aggressive is bad. It's being a bully. Oh man, you're being a bully, dog. Little while ago, before you got here, that's what I told him, but he didn't get it for me. But it's being a bully. Because I was talking about. I want you to stop because Jesus loves us all. I'm going to stop, man. Yeah, just right. confess, and it will be all good, confess. right? Confess. Yeah. I wish right. you'd be a Catholic. So you can go say sorry, because as a Christian, you <laughs> fucked right now. You already fucked up. No, I got to move up from 10% to like <laughs> Look, he got all serious. like, okay, what? Like, yeah, he got all serious. But serious, like some comics can't take the jokes. Some comics get upset. And it's just best not to do that stuff on their page. On your page, 
you can go crazy. It's your page. But, you know, I, I try to be real respectful of other people's pages. It's their marketing. It's their, you know, it's the way they brand themselves. And ultimately, those people who are their friends will end up inboxing, like, who's this idiot on your thing? And it just makes for a negative between you and everyone. So I don't do that. Thanks, sir. Uh, like, it's just... Facebook's supposed to be fun, like fun. Like there's no reason to try to get somebody and like rile them up. What is the ultimate purpose of riling them up? Because it uh, makes you laugh. Yes. <laughs> yes. Right. And hopefully everybody who's on there on, on that, on that. You think they're going to follow you at some point? No. The uh, ones that agree with you should follow you, might follow you. I, <laughs> I Have wanna, you gotten followers out of it? I don't know. I, I don't check followers. I, even though I should, but uh, I want, I like to see what somebody's reaction is going to be because a lot of people are very polite but when you throw like a sarcastic joke at them like like a curveball mm -hmm. then all of a sudden they start being either really racist or very vulgar and you're like there you go you just want to see who people really are you know but like you said i shouldn't do it on somebody else's page you know but um, uh, frankie i said this before but say it again i don't know who the fuck you are no uh, I, I, i'm just fishing yeah. that's a like, passive aggressive yeah. i want to i want to i want to basically stick the knife in and twist it and see what the reaction is yes okay there there is that type of comedy there is that style of comedy but you need to then focus on that style of comedy that should be on your page that comedy is very edgy uh dane cook and those guys they're very good at it um, so you either love them or you hate them. Like seriously, you're gonna either people are gonna either love you or hate you. You know who Sebastian Satina is, right? I heard of him. Yes. Okay, so he's either loved or hated. The, the, he literally he's been knocked out like a couple times. Really? By by audience members. Crazy. Like there was one that just literally came up and knocked him up not too long ago. Like there's a whole thing about it. Like it's like it's a dangerous line to to sit on yes to take you know, that on you you know i've i've had a guy try to attack me unfortunately he, he ended up snoring but we it's dangerous like and if you're a good person and you you and you don't want and you want to do light comedy be very careful in doing it because ultimately it will it will suck you in that style of comedy will suck you in all of a sudden i i'll be doing my set and i'll do it too sometimes and but then I try to get light with it. Like, you know, like, come on, bro. You see a young dude with his hair all lined up and all clean cut. And, you know, he's got them, you know, the Lacoste clothing and stuff. You know, his vans are all white. You know, of course. And he's a Latino dating a white girl. Of course, I'll make fun of him. Of course, I'm going to go at him. Of course, I'm going to tell him, I hope we both get locked up at the same time tonight. Because I know I'm not the one getting raped. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, of course. You see what I did? Yeah. I'm, I'm demasculating him. Do you yes. understand? I'm demasculating him. But at the end of it, then I'm going, I'm going to tell him, but you know when he said it? Because you're a pretty motherfucker, right? Like, I'm basically telling him, you're a handsome young man, which is why I'm messing with you. You know what I mean? Because I'm basically trying to build him back up. So if you're going to do that, at the end of it, you always want to build whoever you're, you're talking to or... Going back and forth, you always want to build them back up. Yeah. I call it a negative sandwich. Positive, negative, po uh, positive, negative, positive. Always okay. end it with a positive. Okay. That way people don't want to go ahead and search your home and find out where you live. Uh, also, I have a lot of Raider jokes. What do you think? Like, uh, but, I, but, there, but there's no sandwiches, just all fucking cotton and all. Yeah, like, 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 negative, negative, negative. Like, like, uh, like, like, I'll be, tell I'll me say one, like, tell me one. I'll say like. Uh, Who's your team, by the way? I'm a Rams guy now. Okay, go for it. But when the Raiders move, I should be a Raider guy. Okay, that's all right. I'll say like, like in fashion, you're not supposed to be wear white after Labor Day. 
And the same thing goes in football. You're not supposed to wear Raider fans, Raider stuff after Labor Day because the season's already over. You know, that's around the preseason. So, you know. Yeah. And, you know, like, I mean, I try to say, like, you know. That's pretty good. I'm like the, I'm like the. You want to be a sport comic. I'm like the, uh, you know, I used to be a hardcore Raider fan when they were in L.A. Mm-hmm. But when they moved, I became the bitter ex, you know. Okay. We're always like, you know. That's what most bitches are. <laughs> See what I'm saying? You know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See what I did? I See what I did, though? Yeah, yeah. I agree with you. When you like, said he should be a sport comic because his, his knowledge of fucking sports. Yeah, is you, you so have deep. a lot of knowledge of sports. Yeah, yeah. And to say that, you know, uh, being a Raider fan, like, you, that was a great written joke. You, you There might be a little bit tags. You can add some tags to it. You know what I mean? Yes. I mean, it's hard being a Raider fan, you know what I mean? Like, the gear is so, you know, it's so expensive, you know what I mean? You do realize that, right? Yeah, Raider it was the gear, most popular Raider one. gear doesn't go on sale, but you can find fucking the lambs gear on fucking clearance. All the time. Uh, you know what I mean? And the market bin. But, and how do, you, how do you support a team that their fucking, that their mascot is a lamb? Like, come <laughs> on, bro. Like, so. I'm uh, happy they came back. <laughs> he's happy they came back. But, yeah, you know. I'm not going to say nothing, because you guys got the Chargers and the Rams. Yeah, the LA became a Dodge City. Think about that. <laughs> the Dodge has Dodge Rams and the Dodge Charger, and both yeah. of them run like shit. I'm just playing. <laughs> yeah. I'm a Chevy kind of guy. They all run a Chevy, man. Well, you know what? Like, I'm, I, I, but no, it's good. Those are good jokes. Just don't expect to get booked at a Raider event. You know what I mean? But I mean, the fact that you do have jokes on, on team, that might be a great niche for you. You might be right now looking for which way to go. The fact that you do have so much knowledge in sports to go through a set and basically say something about almost every team in the division. You know, that Superchargers, seriously, bro? Like, Superchargers? Like, you can go through the Superchargers. Now that they have, what, a horse and a knight? Is that who's, who, who the LA Chargers have? Is a horse and a knight? Yes. Like, come on. Like, what the hell? Like, that you went just, from a lightning bolt yes. to a knight. Like, come on. Like, there's you, something to say there. There's something to even say about the Rams. The, there's something to say about the 49ers, you know what I mean? Like, I do a joke about the 49ers, you know, the fact that they have super fans like the Raiders. Like, you understand the Raiders have the largest, most oh, famous yes. super fan base in the world. But do you understand that the 49ers super fans are now getting almost as much recognition as the Raiders super fans? Oh, I mean, they, have they you heard about the them? They came out of the closet Have you heard about year, them? Man. They did? They were everywhere, you know, and, they were everywhere. Like, exactly. what the hell? They came out of the closet. You had the Superman, the Fireman, the Indian. Like, where do you guys come from? Yeah. <laughs> Who does the why? Which is the why? Uh, the, 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 the policeman. The policeman. Yeah, yeah man. Like, the why, yeah. Like, where, where, where have you guys been? You know, so, like, and they're rowdy. And like, what the hell? So, so I'm saying you have a knowledge of so many teams. It would probably be in your best interest to sit down and write a 45-minute set based on com- uh, sports comedy. <laughs> and I promise you with that 45 minutes, you'll have about eight great minutes. And That's then cool. you just combine those eight great minutes with another 45 you write and get eight out of that. Because that's the way it works. And the, the charger one, you could say, what's up with these two mascots? To me, it looks like a gender reveal party. <laughs> See? You know, like... No, but you're quick. See what I'm saying? I, you know what? I, I had told him that um, I was on Instagram and uh, Hooter Moreno, he does a sports show called Put Me In Coach. I think so, yes. And he, uh, he put out, he goes, I need uh, sports writers comedy sports writers and I go fucking Frankie this is right up your alley dude go for it but you're I don't know what you said but that would have been right maybe up his he alley, wants but... to be in front of the camera dog maybe, maybe that's it maybe he don't want to be stuck behind the camera because he's been stuck behind the wheel it's not like Susie gave me though but that was, that was a good guess that was a good guess but though. you know what I mean I, I could tell he well, wants to be out in front of the camera well, now well that and uh, like right now like I got like four hours to mess with whether it's sleep or writing mm-hmm. 
So to do something else would be like down to three to two hours of sleeping and writing and then work and everything else. I think else. you write too much. I think so. Look, in notes. <laughs> I ha you, want, you want to see where, I, where I, my notes are? Ah, uh, hey, that's good. In my head. Okay. Hey, 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 yeah, yes. <laughs> so um, I recorded my sets throughout the years, the longer ones, and it lets me go in and out of them. But I used to have a list on my, fa my, uh, my phone. I had a list of every joke, just the tagline for it, you know, like parent sex and, you know, boom, boom. And one day after I switched phones, that entire list was gone. Wow. The entire list. And throughout my comedy career, for a while I was having seizures. And so I would forget all my jokes and I had to rewrite them anyway. So yes. for me, it was like I had to learn to just be funny. Yes. To learn to be funny and have a cadence that people like. And for me, it was about, it was a... It was just about having the energy that produced whatever I said they would get. You know, when I say, you know, when I walk on stage and I tell women they're smarter, stronger, faster, stronger, they are the superior gender. And for them to give it up for themselves, I, I have to say it like I mean it so that they can get the reaction, give me the reaction I want. And they're like, hell yeah, hell yeah, we're a spirit gender. Exactly. So blame yourself for who you pick. That's your choice, bitch. Like you chose him. Like you thought you could fix him. Hell no. His mama was trying to throw him out when you found him. But do you see, it's about learning where your power is. And for me, it was my voice. Yes. Um, and it's just fun, man. I really, I get to go and do podcasts like this and meet new people. And, you know, I, for me, it's just been a fun experience. And that's, that's the whole thing about it. If you're not having fun at it, yeah. you're not going to write, right? If you're overthinking it, you're going you're gonna to do something wrong. You know, if you're over here being rude on other comics pages, <coughs> <laughs> you know, that's also going to cause an issue as well. But ultimately, you got to do what's fun and what, what's best for you. And honestly, I think you're probably trying to find a voice still. You've been doing it for a few months now. Um, and I don't think you realize that your voice is exactly who you are. And that's... Knowing the sports, knowing those types of things, being able to be quick on your feet. Have you ever went on stage not knowing what you're going to say? No. I do every time. Um, and, every uh, time. All I do is figure out who I want to pick on first. Really? Like, what do I want to talk about? Like, one joke that I want to open with, and then I go up there, and even though I know all my jokes, I don't know how they're going to come out, what I'm going to say next. I go with the crowd. Sometimes you overscript it, and you just completely bomb because... You wrote something that doesn't go with that crowd that yes. night. And you have better jokes. And you're trying to stick to what you wrote. Yes. That's like you trying to stick to a route driving down the highways. And Waze or, or MapQuest is telling you this route's no good. This route's no good. No, this is the route. I already know this route. This is the one I'm going to do. Even though they said it's not the route. And then all of a sudden you get stuck in traffic because they closed the road down. Whose fault ultimately is it? Yours. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yes. I, I just give you an analogy for your you know, work. No, I'll really, give you a work analogy. That's, that's what I do. I mean, but if you had a Harley, but if you had a Harley dog, if you had a Harley, you could just jump off the road without a problem. I'm playing. You, you would own the road. <laughs> you would own the road, dog. Road king, if you will. If, you, if you would be on that street glide, you know what I mean? has a new navigation. That new navigation <laughs> would have elected to tell you. No, I'm playing. I've had comics tell me to do work on crowd work and to do that, go without a script. And just work the crowd. No, you should just know the jokes that you would like, a couple jokes that you like to do. And you should go in and out of them um, based on the way the crowd reacts. You know, for me, it's about I go in there with an opening and a closing. Like, I know I want to open with this, and ultimately, I want to close with this. You know, sometimes my closing is, I'm sorry, guys, but I'm out of time. That's my favorite closing of all because you get a, ah, 
and then it's out the door. <laughs> yeah. It's like dropping the mic, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So it, it really depends on how it goes. And if, I mean, if I wasn't killing it, I'm not going to say that. I'd be like trying to get that last joke in. That's yes. why you see guys run the light sometimes because they feel like they didn't get that big hit at the end, yes. you know? Okay. And so that's where it becomes difficult. Right. For yes. me, it's just I have so much fun. I get to relate to people. I'm grabbing fan base, you know, every time I'm getting ads on both media bases for me. And so for me, it's just been fun, man. I mean, really, like, it's hard, but anything worth anything is hard. Yes. You know, just like UPS, you, did you get the best route when you started? Or were, oh, you, no. in the, were you in the warehouse doing box uh, separations and stuff? No, I did all the warehouse stuff for a while. No? Exactly. You had to earn that way. You yes. know I mean, that's like people wanting to find a new job, making what they make today when they started where they were at before at, at minimum wage. That's hard, man. That's yes. hard. You know, you got to work your way up in anything you do. For me, I'm lucky I do marketing and sales so I can go somewhere and, you know, make what I make. And I think it's because of comedy that I'm able to do that. I'm able to talk to people and feel confident. You know, I think I look pretty on stage. I think I look pretty in life now. That's just the way it is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Man. Hey, we're coming towards the end of the show. And, uh, uh, Richard, uh, you got any, uh, anything, we're releasing this on Friday, so you got anything that, um, any shows you want to promote? This weekend? Nah, I'm going to be down in Huntington Beach, so this weekend they're having a, a Mardi Gras event over in Huntington Beach, Harley, so I'll be there all weekend with them eating uh, New Orleans style food. That's Ooh, how I do You know what I mean? So I just lost some weight, I'm about to put it back on. <laughs> oh, but um, otherwise, uh, I'm in March I'll be in Pomona, I believe. So I'll be doing some stuff with Mike Cano, great comic. The guy runs some of the best fundraising shows in, in Southern California. I will be back uh, uh, up in the Porterville area, I believe April 4th or April 14th. I'm going to be back in Porterville for the Cochino Motorcycle Club Blessing of the Bikes comedy show. Yes. Uh, it's my fifth time going to Porterville. The crowd just keeps asking me to come back. So I'm truly blessed. I've been back there more times than any other comic. All right. uh, cool. And then cool. uh, May 16th. I'm back in in Bakersfield uh, hosting the uh, uh, Las Vegas Raiders summer kickoff. Uh, we're gonna have you know all the super fans. We have uh, Four Dub that's gonna be in the house. Uh, last year we had Sloan Thug from Bone Thugs and Harmony that he's back. We had DJ Levia, that little girl who plays. Mm -hmm. She was there last year, I believe. We have another great DJ, and uh, if I'm not mistaken, we should have like two or three of the current NFL, uh, the Las Vegas Raider roster, yes. doing autographs and stuff. So that one to me is like one of the funnest ones. I get to go down to Bakersfield, they take care of my room and board, they take care of my drinks, which, you know, when oh. you drink as much as I do, it's only $1.50. No, <laughs> but, you know, they take care of me as far as that. At night, you know, the, the players go to the, to the club and, you know, I get to go backstage. What, it, what, I mean, come on, not to be rude, but... I'm singing a Bone Thugs in Harmony song with Sloan Thug last year. Yeah. You know, that's cool, man. like, you understand, like, we're doing a song together that he helped make. Like, come on. Like, that's a big deal. Yeah. You know, right. I'm sitting there. You know, they had uh, a couple years back, I did the Las Vegas one, and they had, you know, what's his name from the Dog Pound there as well. And, you know, and I'm I'm rapping with him on stage. I'm not a rapper, man. I'm, you see me. I do not look like <laughs> I spit bars at all. But to be able to, you know, sing music with these guys who are legends to me. Yeah. You know, and I'm singing these songs with these guys, you know. 
it's corrupt and these guys it's, that's a great experience you know to be on stage with that's awesome, with man. you know for me to be on stage with Tierra, you know to open for Tierra, yes. you know malo and and these these bands that my mom and you know my my grandparents love and dance to those are the ones you know to to be on stage with Emilio Rivera or some of my other friends who are bigger stars those are fun times i've just been lucky you know to get them and Right now, my bigger shows are out of town, so yes. I'm gonna try to come back uh, to the Bicycle Casino mm-hmm. in May. So Bicycle Casino right here in Los Angeles, uh, those ones do sell out fast. The last time I was here in, in California, in Southern California, we had 500 seat capacity. We we hit 500 seat. Ooh, oh, um, nice! You know what? I would love to see you at the Paramount in East LA. I would love to do that one as soon as you let me know who books it and they they want to. I, you know, I, bring I, me in. I, I, mean, will, I will send you his contact information so you can reach out to him. Yeah. He's a great dude. Um, a lot of people haven't seen me yet. Um, I stay under the radar. I, I prefer people who book me to truly see me and, and enjoy me. That way they, they feel like I'm going to be what's good for their fan base. Yes. And, you, you know, that's... East LA, bro. You're, you're from the area, so... Yeah. That, that's great, right? Yeah. Come on. Well, heights, yes. Frankie, what do you got going on? Oh, just uh, we're releasing this on Friday, so uh, Sunday night at uh, Levery Live in Oxnard, I'll be opening up for Alfred Robles. Oh, so anybody, yeah. uh, anybody in the area, take the take the drive, man. All right, guys. So you guys, there. you guys, if you don't know, Levity Live Oxnard Sunday night st- show's gonna start normally at seven thirty yes. p.m. because mm-hmm. it's a Sunday night show. Yes. Alfred Robles is Fluffy's new left-hand man. I know Martin Moreno, you've seen him. He was Fluffy's right-hand man for a decade and a half. But Alfred Robles has become Fluffy's left-hand man. You've seen him on a couple of the episodes of Fluffy's new show. I know Alfred has made a couple of appearances. You've seen Alfred Robles on multiple seasons of Comedy Revolution as well. And on Sunday night, my boy right here is going to be opening... For Alfred Robles, which should be a packed house. So if you don't have your tickets, go to Levity Live. You can get your tickets for Sunday evening under Alfred Robles. And if you don't have your tickets already, go online right now and get them. If you're already on my boy's Facebook or Instagram, make sure you get at him. I know he's going to have some kind of a guest list at least to try to get you some kind of a discount. Because I truly don't think there's going to be any free guest list for this show. But he can do his best to at least get you that discount code. Otherwise, guys, Sunday night, 7.30 p.m., Levity Live in the city of Oxnard. There you go. All right, all right. And uh, um, I will be at the King Taco on 3rd uh, and 3rd uh, uh, and uh, Ford, Ford uh, Sunday morning having uh, breakfast. Perfect quesadilla, man. Just like it has somewhere to be. All right, guys. So join us and catch on and see you guys I don't know if they realize how big that show is going to be for you. Yeah. You know, the congratulations because you're not going to see Alfred, but Julio Robles is going to be there as well. Yes. Alfred Robles actually has a little brother who has started comedy. And if... Uh, and older if, brother. Older brother. Yes. And if you see this brother, I know they have those new Dodger hats right now, those oh, all yeah. white ones. If you see me and you hear me that I just gave you a big old props right now, my, I'm a size seven and five eights. No, I'm playing. <laughs> I'm playing. <laughs> all right, man. So, all right, hey, Richard. Thank you for joining oh, us. I appreciate your thing, bro. Thank you for the knowledge, bro. And yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks, I appreciate man. it, guys. I really do. 
Oh, he didn't want to shake my hand. He's like, oh. no, nah, I'm, I'm highly meant out, dog. I'm you know why I do? I was just scratching my back with my right oh, hand as we were God. talking. I'm going to reach out, dude. He I don't scratched his that. ass. And yeah. he, <laughs> he wants some ass hand? And he smelled his he hand. I was wondering why I smelled his finger. He kept scratching everything in his nose. All right, man. All right, man. We're out here, bro. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. We're out. Peace.